Yeah. Be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, wow, wow. I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, I could be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties. This the kid XAB. She man distinguished to God. You're now tuned into another episode of Dad Has and Bow Ties. So Trey Pizzy was supposed to be here today, but he uh rescheduled for next week. So we will do that episode with Trey Pizzy next week. Shout out to Trey Pizzy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Has some things that he had to handle. So we uh, definitely respect and understand that. So sorry for those who was looking to see Trey Pizzy. But right. by that time, we're going to have some some adjustments to the show as well. Um, so look forward to that. Clean. Uh, yeah. So you want to start with an all-man moment, bro? Yeah, man. All fucking man. I mean, you can start. You had a lot of all man moments. You know what I mean? My, my man <laughs> celebrated a birthday last week. Shout that out to the man. Call. That was 3 facts. 0. That shit different now. That birthday was crazy. What, crazy. what does this mean? I really, don't even think crazy is the proper word for it, bro. What, it was, what does turning 30 mean for you? Is this like in your head? Is this like a, all right, is this a turning point? Is this, oh man, I'm 30? Or is it, oh man, I made it to 30. I got a good career. I'm making steady income, and I'm just elevating. Like, what does 30 mean to XAB right now? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I in, in entertainment, I guess 30 is not the best thing. So I don't necessarily put that out there all the time. But it's not nothing crazy to me. It's another, it's another, another age. I mean, I don't, I don't see it as anything detrimental or positive. Like, it's just another age. So, um, but I think for those who are coming of age or haven't reached that milestone yet, you do want to kind of like put yourself in a certain type of place before you get to 30, you know? So, that's what it is. My all man moment is I feel like I had an epiphany today. I was talking to one of my guys. Shout out to my guy, Tex Roy. He was just having a conversation about life, regular shit. And he was like, yo, you know, congrats on all the good shit that's happening to you. But he was like, but what if I know you wanted what you're in right now four years ago, but maybe God was like, you're not ready for it. So let me take all this shit away from you real quick mm -hmm. and show you that this is what it took for you to be ready for it. Now that you're ready for it, everything that you get after, you'll appreciate it more. And that's the, that's the type of like frame of mind I was in all day driving here I was like oh shit I mean I agree with that right I, was I like, think wow that's why shit is happening I now. think a lot of times I mean I think I've been saying that to you like all year yeah. all year long yeah a lot yeah. of times when it just seems like the worst of the worst is happening to you and right. you're like yo why is this happening to me why do I have to go through this or why didn't I get this job or why did why didn't we get that press release why didn't we get to do this award show 
at the end of the day, there's always something better. I feel like as long as you stay consistent, there's always going to be something better. So, um, I feel like I feel like we have to keep that in mind when those type of things happen to us. So, you right, Flo? Any all man moments as of recent or in general around reoccurring black man everyday struggle shit? I'm just out here trying to live my life. You feel <laughs> me? Like um, doing what I do, staying on the grind, and. Um, yeah, man. I, my my old man moment encompasses some of the shit that y'all niggas is going through. So right. honestly, it's just one day at a time and keep pushing through. But nothing dramatic happening in my life right now. I mean, my old man. I didn't even say old man. You moment. didn't. You didn't really say nothing. So we'll get to it later on in the show. But part of my old man moment comes from that shit, <laughs> and that 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 stirred my evening energy, well, bro. But um. Mm. All right, so since since we're not gonna chop it up with Trey, um, one thing that I did see right before the show started was um, Rihanna turned down the Super Bowl, citing Colin oh, Kaepernick. That's lit. Wait, wait, time out. Wait, what? Yeah, so the, apparently the Super Bowl had approached, or the NFL, the Super Bowl, the NFL had approached Rihanna wow. and asked her to do the Super Bowl, and she turned them down, citing Colin Kaepernick. Amen. That she stands with Kat. Amen. I respect that. That's She's the I'm realist. At. She is the realist. Hove did it first last year. Listen, man, the more that this shit happens, the more they're going to see this is bigger than football. That's what I'm saying. If they don't know this is bigger than football, I don't know what the fuck is it, going on. If the black community can stay consistent <laughs> and do that. in doing things like this, this is what's going to shake up the institutions. Oh, clean. When, when these corporations can't just get Whatever they right, want by throwing money in your by face. throwing the principle right. of a dollar right. in your face, it's, it's and you can sit there and say, "Nah, y'all sitting here disrespecting my people. I'm not doing that." X. Now, if everybody does that, it's we got over. a different situation. And I think one of the one of the reasons why I didn't, I you guys just educated me on it, but what I what I could already gather, what I'm respecting from a lot of this is the fact that finally our black celebrities are using this celebrity for a particular purpose. Yes, they're realizing that. I don't necessarily need the dollar you're giving me because I could create my own revenue. Yeah. You can't stop me from accomplishing what I want to accomplish. I'm, I'm bigger. I'm bigger than what you think. I'm bigger than half the other artists. Exactly. That, that you could go and get, you know, uh, whoever country star is popping right now. Sure. They're they not doing what you're I'm doing. You're also not going to get a lot. This Antonio, think, you're right. Shout out to Riri. I think um, also what they're starting to realize is that Y'all then the brainwash of the allure that we need y'all has come to an end. The so, idea of being white famous is not it's what not it, relevant anymore. We don't not need, where it's at. we don't social media and the way how the new era of marketing works, we don't need the machine anymore. And let's right. really talk about it. Hip hop is the number one genre. That's it. It is black entertainment is booming. That's it's it. booming, bro. You got Black Panther bringing in one of the 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 craziest amounts of revenue that a, a superhero movie has ever brought in. In, in a minute. <laughs> Number three or something of all time. Three, four, five. One of those is up there, though, of all time. The The black consciousness is at another level. And it's just everybody needs to be affected by that. Yeah, we don't. I mean, I don't I don't want it to be so black and white. But the reality is the, the a lot of the, the white corporations have used our culture and got filthy rich off the culture that we cultivated as well as 
by doing so, also saying, well, if you don't follow, if you don't follow these rules, mm-hmm. then we could just throw you away because we trying to quote unquote give you a bone. It's no longer them giving us a bone. Like, well, you know, Element saying what up to right. us? What's good? We're going with you, Mariah, but we could easily go with so and so. You know, we could easily go with Madonna, but we're going yep. with you. So. You know, you should take whatever we throw at you for the Super Bowl. It's no longer that. It's like, okay, you want Rihanna, then y'all need to fix some shit. And if y'all don't want to fix it, I'm Rihanna, bitch. <laughs> like, yep, like, I don't, this, I could sell out the Serena on my own. On my own. I don't own. need Super Bowl. I don't need the Super Bowl to take me to another level. It's a hindrance for me to do this shit. Yep. It would hurt, right. it actually hurt her celebrity stature if she does it. Right. So her doing this actually boosted her entire morale. But she's focused on Fendi Beauty, so right, right, Fendi, and that's blowing and she's, up. She's that's that's doing that's well, booming. and I think she's close to a billion already. Yeah. She was she was smart in getting that off the ground. Goddamn, yeah, she she was smart for pulling it away from Mac. Yeah, <laughs> Rihanna's been focused these last two years. She's, I don't know if anybody's noticed. Ever yeah, since yeah. Anti, she's been oh, on yeah, some anti, new type yeah. of wave. Anti, she realized that she, she realized that music was the stepping stone that allowed to open up a bigger gate. And I think Kylie Jenner put a lot of batter, a battery in a lot of people's back because mm-hmm. you realize for the first time that, wait, I could do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, thank God for my wife who does makeup, but I realized that doing shit with her and watching her do certain things, this is the same thing the celebrities are doing. They're going to China, ordering the shit bulk, mm-hmm. throwing a sticker on it and yep. putting it out for sale. Right. And using their name. And using their name to sell it. And that's, that's what it. Kylie Jenner did. And you know, Rihanna had her line with Mac. Sold out the two times they put it out. She's just like, so why the fuck can't I do it on my yeah, own? I gotta I'm cut good the middle now. person out. I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm gonna cut Mac out the middle, and I'm gonna just put it out on. Yes, yeah, gonna cost a little bit of. It's money. It's gonna cost more. Yeah, you gotta go in your pocket. But is she winning right now? She's making more yeah. money than she would have ever made putting out an album. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, facts. That's a fact. And she's made millions doing. But the you don't albums. even hear her talking. You don't even hear her with no nigga. Nah, you don't, you don't know crazy no shit. Regular, nah, that's no beef. This is her lifelong. She's setting up. She's setting the footprints up to retire in the next yeah, ten she, years. She has gone beyond being distracted. You don't hear no distracting shit from Rihanna right now. No yeah. beefs. No nothing. None of that. And that's how now it ain't. It ain't the three of them. It's Beyonce and Rihanna. I don't right. count Nicki in that no more. Nah, Nicki fucked up her situation because she still wanted to be the talk of the town. Right. Right, and that's she, what fucked her up. She's not, she's not ready to be a mogul yet. She don't Sadly, even know how to. Sadly, she doesn't know that's how the to. reality. Right. And I, and Nikki, Nikki should have, Nikki should be taking a, a a very powerful page out of Riri's book and realizing that she needs to set up her legacy. Rihanna right. found hers, right, and she's working that shit right mm-hmm. now because Fendi Beauty is a legacy. That's going to be something she could pass on to her right. children. And Cardi's well on her way. Have we seen the last Cardi interview about stripping? No. no, Cardi just put out an interview, and it was actually a, a very serious interview. They asked her, "So, how would you feel if you know your daughter was stripping?" Cardi just like adjusted her face. She was like, "I would sit down with her, and I would say, everything that I worked hard for, this is what you want to do. I'm gonna take everything away, and leave you alone. And when it don't work out, when you see how hard it was and how hard it is, then you come back, and I'm- then and then you start from scratch." I mean, let's talk about it though. Like, Stripping damn. is not an easy job. Hell no, it's cutthroat. It, Hell no, that shit super cutthroat. Listen, I Cardi's a miracle story. By I've the way, I've actively That's, dated two strippers. I've only dated one. So, both of them. <laughs> I mean, one of them was like more like a like, oh, I'll do it maybe once every three months. Get right. a little coin here and cut it out. 
The other one is like stripping every day type shit. This is how I get my back. And not only is it like physically taxing, like, like imagine having to go to the gym every fucking day and, and you have to work out for six hours straight and you know, you get a break here and there, but you got to do mad stuff all night long. That's, that's a lot. And you got to do that three, three nights straight just to get a decent bag or whatever. And then you got niggas trying to touch you. Maybe you don't even want to be touched that right. night, You, but you got to do it. Right. Like, it's psychological. Right. It's physical. It's funny, because I was just talking to one of my friends about it last night, and they were like, "What? why do you find... I was like, yo, I find strippers in the strip club interesting. It's not even about... Like, I don't even get turned on when I'm in a strip club, to be honest. Damn. But you speaking for yourself. I don't. It don't do nothing for me. For yourself. <laughs> because I'm thinking about all I'm types of so other crazy. shit. <laughs> I'm thinking about all types of other shit when I'm in the Me strip too. <laughs> you wildin'. But, <laughs> but when I look at it, I'm just like, the psychological component, maybe you actually do like a nigga there that, that, that comes to the strip club. Word, or average nigga that's not spending money. Now that nigga, <laughs> that nigga sitting there and got to watch you do all this other shit with niggas that you just trying to get a bag from. And he Does that affect your relationship with this nigga later on? Yes. Like, yes. I mean, depending on the nigga, I think. You got to be super secure with yourself. You're dancing and- on him like you love him. Like, this is my job, Johnny. I got to fucking twerk my ass with this nigga. I love you. You got to really be, you got to really be in this. If you got to, if you got if you're. You got to be secure. If you got to be a, a strong fully, nigga if you're dating a, a stripper. full blown relationship with a stripper, bro. <laughs> secure even in the word, bro. Like, you got to be. Honestly, son, you gotta be like, damn. It's like you gotta go home every night and fuck her just to be like, I'm gonna show you. And That's nobody is rubbing on. You can't have an off night. You can't. You literally can't have an off night. You, you, off night. you gotta be like, I'm gonna drink this seaweed. I'm gonna drink this peanut punch. I can't have an off because night. Because when man. I go home, I gotta show her. Yo. No matter how secure you are, you still have to I show got, her that. I can't it, have an off night, can't. boy. You gotta right. be super understanding. You gotta fuck like a porn star. You gotta be able. Anybody to be... in the chat? Would you really seriously date a stripper? And you gotta at least. <laughs> I don't. I mean, depending on the shorty and how far gone they are mentally, you gotta at least be able to wine and dine her occasionally. You can't. I'm occasionally you, is very loose, bro. You occasionally, gotta... okay, because a lot of strippers are mad cool. That's the thing. They are. They a lot are. of them are mad cool. Shout out to my Uber days. They don't really care about. They don't care about that shit, surprisingly. But you get some of them that got a big head, and they looking for it. And know I'm, how to give it, you, my nigga. You know my problem is with strippers, bro? What's your problem They strippers? got too much options. And whenever you... It's like, when you're dating a regular girl who, who's mad pretty, I like mad everybody cute. has too many options, though, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but when you're dating a normal girl who just has... Who's just a bad chick. What's a normal girl, though? What's that? We got, we got about, chicks listening. I'm, I'm just talking about a regular bad girl. Okay. Like I think she, a regular bad... I, I worry more about a regular bad chick than a stripper, bro. Really? I wouldn't. I do. Strippers will line you up. The thing about, the thing about strippers is <laughs> a lot of them go into the job... Like, it's a job. They're not going in. Even if the nigga is, the nigga has to be wild, handsome, and wild throwing money for, for a lot of strippers to break the tradition. Because they don't see a lot of these niggas. Like, yeah. the, it's just a nigga, and it's just money. That's all they yeah, see. Yeah, the niggas is niggas. broke. Like, they, I don't think you <laughs> talking about broke niggas. They ain't broke niggas in a there. Lot, that a, lot of, a lot of these dudes in there are drug dealers. They're dudes with good jobs. Corporate execs. I'm going to tell y'all a story. Like, I went one time. Jewish man. And 
the shorty that I was talking to, or I'm talking to, whatever, whatever it was, um, there was a dude in there. He seemed to be like a music exec or something like that. Throwing money, throwing money, throwing money. Wallet. I'm like, I'm not throwing that. I came in here with a budget, my nigga. And, and once that budget is right. exceeded, once his, once his three bills is gone, that's I, I'm out. I'm mm-hmm. not staying here for the rest of that. So I'm not doing what that nigga's doing. Mm-hmm. But best believe, just by a look, I got her to pull away from that nigga. And guess who she drove? She went home with. She ain't go home with that nigga. Um, I know he easily could have took her home. Not that night. But she not. It, it, I think what we <laughs> underestimate about our women is when they like a nigga, they well, like that, a nigga. That's obvious, right? That's, that's obvious. That I makes feel sense. like the the common principle of them liking you, you can't you can't beat around the bush with that. I mean, yeah. But you what, can just what beat scares it up. me about you know it mean? is that the minute you don't have their attention anymore, or your attention there, you you've done something to shift their attention. They got so many options, or so many niggas who's willing to get their I attention. I think it's about a mindset, though. If you got a spiteful chick. Then yeah, you got something to worry about if she's in the strip club, cause she can spite you all all, all types of ways. Day, bro, she can spite you with a dude who got more money than you. She could spite you with a dude who look better than you. She could spite you all types of. She could fuck the manager of the spot, like fuck, all types of fucking, ways. She fucking the manager. She could of the cook spot. you out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a. You can't deny the fact that a loyal woman out here, cause it's, I just don't think most strippers have that mentality though. Like some of them do. But a lot of them that I've spoken to, women don't. women used to be loyal, but too many niggas was cheating. I mean that that's a part. I mean, there's loyal women out there. Even Not strippers, they you you meet some strippers, bro, and they'll they'll come and dance with you and pop on you for 10, 10, 10 15 minutes, and then you they disappear. And you look across the room and they're chilling with a certain dude, right? And they also it's also a scheme like. I don't know if a lot of... I'm fucking up the game for y'all. I'm I got sorry. gypped in a strip club with this but fucking nigga one day. God damn. A lot of them, it's a scheme. A lot of them, they'll come and they'll sit and they'll have this genuine conversation. You think, oh, she... If, if you're a she's dumb nigga, you think she's into you. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's just trying to get the bag. Right. Yeah. And, and you and you then fell in love within this 15-minute conversation thinking, wow, this bad girl is really interested in who I am. They always come, they'll sit next to you. Right. Hey, what's your name? And you tell them, right. and it's like, oh, so what do you do? And then you start like, they'll get a laugh or whatever. You, if you, if you got swag, you can definitely get a shorty like that. You can but sway a conversation, yeah. But most of the times when they doing that, they just trying to get the bag from you. Yeah. Right. So a lot of dudes fall into that trap. But like you said, there will be if they like a nigga, they they not doing anything to fuck that up. Plus, I feel like a lot of times too is. It's how you get to know them outside of that world. Exactly. So if the only exactly, time you that's see it. her, if only time you've seen her is at the strip club, but you don't know nothing about her outside of the strip club, or you can't have a conversation here with she'll outside use of you that for world, the bag. She's she gonna get your money. Why why would she parade around the club to get twenty dollars from five different niggas when she could stay with you and get your whole hundred? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a great hustle. It's a great hustle. I it's, respect the hustle. Yeah. I like that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Cool. I live my life in truth. I walk in truth. I don't think that show was bad, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. It was um, okay. Um, it was the Shop. Okay. The Shop. Yeah, I saw that joint. Made a nigga cry. God damn. Wasn't that serious? I only bro, saw right? 10 minutes. I, I, watched the whole I, watched the whole, I didn't get to see the episode. I yet. watched the whole 27 minutes. Yeah, I watched the whole episode too on yeah. HBO. Yeah. I watched it this Sunday. I watched it. So the parts that I saw... Um, 
I saw the little clip they was floating around regarding like leaving the game before it's past your prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't I didn't see the in depth conversation behind mm-hmm. that. So what was that? Flow? What was what was I cooking with that? Emotion right now, flow. You oh, you want me to explain? Yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, I saw the whole thing. I'm yeah. gonna chime in on the parts that made me fucked up. That part um, I was listening. Okay. I mean, I I, I like the conversation before Drake came in with Obama and um, dude from the Indiana Pacers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, watch talking about in their introduction to the game and what they go through yeah. trying to come into the league and advice they're getting and yeah. fucked up how, process. Yeah, it's a fucked it's up a process. Fucked up process. And oh my god, whole dude was just like, "Yo, I got traded twice and, and I didn't know until I landed. Like I was on the plane <laughs> and it happened. And when I landed and I looked on Twitter, he's like, I got traded. That's wild. Yeah. That's, that's beyond crazy. I like the like, NBA really do niggas like that, but they do. I this guess. is what the owners do, bro. Yeah, the you, owners you don't right, have a ch- you don't have a say. You're you're con you're contracted to these owners, and if they want to sell your contract or trade your contract, then until you become a free agent. Now you don't even have to be a free agent. You, oh. Until you become a free agent, you, right? Yeah. Once you're a free agent, you can you renegotiate. Have the yeah. To choose where you want to go, but if not, then you go wherever your contract is being pushed to. Right. Right. And um, that was an interesting conversation. That to what about to. the nigga that was singing? That's the same nigga. The oh, that's the same nigga. Indiana niggas? Pacers. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was the the other this whole nigga that said that when 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 people woke up to him they don't know if he if he could speak English and he goes no no I'll just speak and I was like yo you really no that was Obama oh that was okay Obama that was Obama okay um that was wild too and then yeah that was an interesting combo another part was that (laughs) yeah uh, what he was one of the things was just that they people think because they're just black men and they play ball that they're they're stupid right. Right. Like they don't get an education going to college or because right. one of them they're niggas is a literate. lawyer. One of them is a lawyer. Oh, I ain't, I ain't. Yeah, he said that. Um, the um, Mamba, that, that's his name. Mawala? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he had a law degree. He definitely oh, said that. I didn't when hear he that said part. that shit, I was like, yo, my whole perspective on basketball kind of changed right there because I was like, you know about Chris Webber, you know old school Chris Webber. You know he made beats. The nigga made that the fuck that that record for Chingy when Chingy was not on that devil shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you know about a few other producers who did shit with Nas, but. I was like, you playing ball, but you got a law degree? I was like, wow, I mean, that means a more They do pro- go right. to college. Like- right, but I'm saying a lot, but the stories that I've always heard was the niggas that just get drafted straight out of high school. LeBron is one of them. Yeah, Carmelo is one of them. even LeBron, he still went back and got his degree afterwards. At the right. end of the day, you know, you see those type of conversations, you feel because people are pursuing a certain thing that they're not willing, they're not, you know, educated people. Like... You would never say that to these white boys who are playing ball. You automatically yeah. assume they said the same that shit. they got the most out of their education. So why wouldn't you think about that with the black men? Right. That's true. So um, that was interesting to hear about. And then my guy Drake pulls up and the Drizzy. conversation gets interesting, even more interesting because they talk about, you know, when when is the right time to deal with your career. And Facts. Where you see yourself in your career and um, how do you handle beef? How do you handle Yo, beef? That so was, before that was we get to the beef, let's that stop. was real rap. Let's stop here. Okay. What what was the conversation regarding leaving a career before you kind of become the afterthought? What what were they talking about? Because both of them, if we're being honest, we can say are at their peak going into Maybe the twilights in the next five mm-hmm. years. Yeah, LeBron um, is going. Even yeah, though he's a physical be, yeah, specimen that's crazy, and I'd give him at least another five years before you see about that some yeah. decline, decline. Yeah, which would make him like thirty eight or something like that. Around I there. give him about Drake, four Drake years, is three, four leave years. The game before LeBron leaves. Yeah. Drake, 
I don't think so. <laughs> nah, Drake Drake is 31, about to be 32. Drake got another three albums in him. That's three years. Nah, nah Drake that's, that's, every that's two about years. five to seven. Yeah, about that. Drake the Drake drops an album every every other year. 18, 18 to 24 months. That's Drake's oh, normal pattern. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see that. I would say by that third album, no, there's a new Drake out, yeah, though. There's going to be a yeah, new... Some, the next person, whoever that... If right. Drake don't discover them, which he needs to. Which right. he should do, yeah. yeah. If he Fuck. does that, I can push his timeline a little further. Possibly. If he discovers the next big Person act, that's after him, right. He he can be on a... He'll definitely be on the Jay-Z track. Oh, yeah, yeah, he will. Because that's what kept Jay very relevant is yeah, Rihanna sure. and Kanye. That's a f- super fact. Especially, yeah. I mean, Kanye. He's, and he's Beyonce's. Yeah. And he found a new path. He found a new path to, yeah, Beyonce's to reinvigorate her whole type Well, of Drake fucked that up because he, his path was Rihanna. If was, him yeah, and Rihanna yeah. got together. Oh, that conversation was crazy on the shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, they spoke he, about he, that. He when he said what he said about Rihanna, I said, this nigga know he fucked. And I was saying that since we talked about he it. He said, what did he say again? He He's, was saying um, his mom yeah. was expecting him to be with a woman like that. Yep. Okay. Not his baby mom. Like if she, if right, she, right, right. Yeah, if, if he was supposed to have a baby, she would have expected it to be, be with a Rihanna. And he said like with Rihanna. Yeah. Right. He was like, I wanted it to be like something where we right. saw a family with Rihanna. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Of all the girls he could have said. Right. He's attached to her. Yeah, he's attached yeah, to her. He's definitely attached to her. Because I'm like, that's the first name that Rihanna's popped out Rihanna's the one. Head. Rihanna's the one. Rihanna was the one. That, that has... Has him Jay Z said it once the good girl's gone, she's gone forever. He said it reminds me of something else. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, I also don't know if Rihanna's <laughs> fully done with him, though. That, that, it's very reminiscent. It's very, very Chris re- Brown got a better chance of getting back. Nah, you're bugging, bro. Nah, nah, you're bro. way off. Nah, I mean, nah. baby ain't nothing wrong. Baby ain't nothing Drizzy wrong. Drizzy messed up. Dri- Drizzy know. is the reason why they broke up, according to reports. That's why I feel like she. If she gets over being angry with him, there could be a shot. Why is she angry? Do we know that? The report no, was that Drake know. cheated on her. That's wild. So they were dating. They were dating, definitely. Yeah, they definitely were dating. That wasn't a secret. I feel like that was... Around nothing out, was the same. It, it, they were dating. Around sure. nothing was the same. They were supposed to be like in a serious relationship. <sighs> should have shot the club up like Kanye did, Kim, but... Uh... He probably did. She just was prepared. Yeah, so facts. I don't doubt yeah. he did. He would have was not trying either. to have no baby. Nah. That's a fact. The conversation, though, going back to the original question, they went through three phases in how they answered. So who was the guy that was... He was like the moderator. Who was the guy with the black sweater? I forgot sweater? his name. So whoever that dude... Maverick he's, or something Yeah, he's like older that. than all of them. So he was a moderator. He's the one asking the questions. So he asked LeBron... And Drake, he was like, can anyone of you gentlemen tell me, you know, how was it for you growing up? So once it got to the father shit, that's when shit starts to get real. I saw that about LeBron's father. Yeah, LeBron. And then Drake told about his father. I just found it interesting because technically what Drake did, he kind of turned into his pops. Just without the extra shit that that he did to his mom, his pops did it to his mom. So it was like, you, you almost can see that you was almost inevitable to fuck this up. Like how you were gonna be with the first woman you actually really try to settle down with. Drake father fucked it up with his moms. Well, let's take a deep dive. Okay. So with that right component of the conversation, yeah. I think with Drake, Drake is the type of person that puts so much pressure on himself that he ends up doing what he doesn't want to happen. Right. So I think with this situation, he wanted a perfect family so bad. That he put so much pressure on himself to get that, that it almost made him slip up, inevitably slip up. Because 
for it to be this type of situation, right. of all situations, is kind of crazy. Right. A porn star that you only had sex with twice or you only met, you didn't even have sex with her the first time. Y'all met twice and you had sex one time, got her pregnant, and you had to have known that, I don't know how you was fucking raw, but you had to have known that if you shot up the club, she was not getting rid of getting that, rid baby of that. Boy. And he did it one time too. Like, nigga, you smashed once? Drake, you was not thinking, my nigga. You was definitely not thinking. Like, and I, it's not like she's super bad either. Nah, I mean, that body is type crazy though. But yeah, she's just not, I mean, she's not Rihanna, you know? She's not Serena. I don't think he thought Williams. she was. Sometimes you, you know, that, that's pop. one of those. Yeah. It's one of those classic industry stories where you're just like, I don't think they do with this shit in real life. You see, like in the movies where. Right. Hoes be doing certain shit. You'd be like, damn, they don't do that in real life. And then it happens. You're just like, oh, she really doing this shit. Right. So what can you really do? Like, he probably shot up and they talked to himself. Oh, she, she probably told him she was on birth control. We don't know how that conversation could have went. Yeah, we I don't. I feel like Drizzy was too... Whatever the, whatever the conversation was, I feel like Drizzy was too relaxed. Drake was he too didn't comfortable. Take the, the, exactly. Yeah, he didn't he take the precautions that he should have to make sure. Right. That whatever was going to go down, right, didn't go down, right, and, and that probably, could, yeah, that could be because of his fame status. Maybe uh, he was just like, there we go. But you know how we say Gigi is a risk at all. Shorty's not a risk at all for me, son. Like I don't even think it was a risk at all, bro. I think it, he yeah, shot the club. That was not a risk at all. The conversation probably was just like, "Yo, you on BC?" She was probably like, "Nah." He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna buy Plan B." She's like, "Sure, I'm gonna take it." Forgot to take it, quote unquote. We don't. I think that's assuming that she tricked him somehow. I don't, I don't think it went I, down. I don't way. think she tricked him, but I don't think she. Tricked it, him in either. the back of her mind, I feel like she, like every woman that probably fucked with Drake after Drake became that nigga. Right Listen, now, Listen, if I get, if I'm a girl, this nigga fucking me, I, I hope to get pregnant by Drake. Exactly. If I'm a girl, that's it. Whether we fucking and with I'm the fucking and I know this nigga don't got a condom that's on, it. and he's like, yo, I'm about to come, and he don't do nothing extra to right. get. I, I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm taking no, it. I'm laying there. Right. But you have to be like right afterwards as the nigga going to be like, so what are we going to do? Because that happened. I honestly feel like Drake did not do that. I feel like nah, Drake was nah, like. Nah, let's not be good? naive about it, my nigga. Like you're. No, you're that nigga. Drake. I would have done that. It doesn't matter who the nigga is. Nigga, bro. I'm not anybody anybody would have been like, it could have been anyone. Nah. Any any realistic nigga who wasn't like intending that. on having kids. I feel like. But what, if, like, what if it's like, yo, if I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. Right. That's the end of the I feel like they even get to that conversation. I'm talking right after you. Oh, you get off. It don't like, matter. A lot of niggas don't That's what do I'm that. Saying. Yo, so so what, what are we, we doing? What are we doing about this? If I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. That's probably how the conversation went. And a nigga can't say nothing about that. That's it. I mean, so I, that's what I'm saying. He he didn't take the necessary precautions if he didn't want that situation, especially with someone you only met once. Right. Then you. There's I mean, you, before the second time y'all come wore a condom. Exactly. That's it. If you bust shooting unless up the, the club, Unless he bust through the condom, all right. Right ain't down the block, bitch. <laughs> right. about to take this then, walk. Then that's, a, then that's a conversation where it's like, yo, but I had a condom on, so you know I wasn't trying to get you pregnant. Facts. Yeah. So and we, she was probably like, well, we don't know yet. We'll see what happens. That's a fact. I and don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think that was the case. I don't think he wore a condom. That's my... I don't think he wore a condom. The first and I think, time, though. God damn. Bro, there's no way. I, I'm not... I'm, this nigga is not that naive. He can't be that... If he is... He, then he gotta all, be. Then I honestly, he don't deserve to be in the industry. You cannot be that naive 10 years in the game. You're the biggest 
He's he got comfortable like the nigga said. Stop and I feel the it. same way. Stop it. I feel the same way. My thing That's is, you the, the biggest star. You can't fact. do shit you like that. You can't be that naive, but he, my nigga. But he did. Bro, that's that's because honestly, This is his Achilles heel, bro. This could have ended Drake if he was that nigga that I was like, I mean, like, we damn. all know that Drake this is, ended is, is getting all types of swissy pussy. Left and right. Swissy pussy. You tell me this one <laughs> chick, you went in raw and then, oh, so we going to have a kid? Of all the other women that you probably smash raw want too, to have that kid, bro. Have nah, kid. that's mean the only logical solution. We gotta be logical at the same time. You all niggas, we all niggas here. We all we all fuck women, right? On a regular, right? So at the end, I fuck one bitch. But anyway, <laughs> oh, don't don't do that. Anyways, though, the point of the conversation is even if I am, even if I was doing it with my wife and I wasn't intending on getting her pregnant right then and there. I would still be like, yo, so it's good. But key word is wife, though. So even even, even if, if it was some happen, girl, I I'm, didn't I'm know. I'm sure he asked the question. It's just a matter of what her answer was. Did exactly. he ask her right then and there when he pulled out? No, nigga. Hell yeah, he asked her right then and there. But it's not. Right it was a there. next morning yeah, text. I don't think it was right then and there. It might have been the next you, day. Nigga. That's what I'm saying. It probably morning. was the next day, though. It might have been not, the next day. Like, yo, I think I, good. I think I. You know what I mean? Or maybe the nigga thought he was good. Maybe he didn't know he came in. I got a question though. If we was didn't Drake, know he came in or what? Our dicks go numb when we nut now, my nigga. We, we feeling that shit, bro. Drunk, bro. If we if was all a, a crazy night. If we was all Drake, what 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 would we have done right then and there? After we knew this possibility, she could get pregnant. First of all, my nigga, I mean, I'm, I'm smashing her, so it's a possibility no girl already. Raw. I even if even if we were talking for a minute and we got to that point where it's like I'm about to smash, you got past the point of you you're comfortable enough to fuck her raw. That's the first wild point. Right. If I don't know you like that, I'm not gonna fuck you raw. Right. Because I don't know what you got, I don't know what you could have. So that's the first thing. Okay. If I did get to the point where I feel confident and, and comfortable enough, you would still have to be like, yeah, I'm on birth control, so don't worry about it. Like my mindset at Drake's and, level of his stature, and I still wouldn't fuck you. Bro. Maybe we giving that nigga too much credit now because he, he fucked up. No, so my know. nigga, this nigga know. is dr- <laughs> we talking about Drake. I don't know. This nigga could fuck any girl he want anytime he want. He's not that naive. Okay. We're not that naive. And we don't fuck bitches like that. Yeah, I'm broke. Shit, I, Come I, on, I'm but picking. I do think I'm I do think cats can get caught up in the moment though. Amen. And he got caught. This was his Achilles heel. And he said on the shop, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm with Rihanna, you know, I don't have a fairytale ending. Yeah, nigga. You do you're never gonna get this. That nigga ain't you trying and Chris to say Brown that shit missed your fairytale ending. That nigga smash came in and she was he was like, yo, honestly, son, you if you're not on BC, I'm gonna get the BC, I'm gonna get the plan B for you. And she was just like, I get it. The nigga gave it to her and she never took it. Shit happens like that. She my probably nigga. wasn't going to take it. I mean, I think it. that's one scenario, but that, again, I think that's assuming that I, that she just was on some like crazy time with it. Nah, like, she was chosen. I don't think she was, I don't think she was crazy. She was chosen by God. God knew Drake was going to get this bitch pregnant. This shit happens all the time. Yes, it's, it does, it's, but it's, not it's to niggas like Drake. <laughs> it would happen to a nigga like Drake, especially if she if he smashed her in a city that he's not normally in, or she doesn't live there. The nigga and he, but my whole thing is he fucked her one time, nigga. You Key, fucked her bro, once. Key scenario: the nigga, the nigga might have been in Houston for that night. Right? He smashed, didn't talk to her for a few days, or he hit her up the next day like, "Yo, shit, you know, last night was kind of crazy. You know, I think <laughs> some things happened." You might want to, you know, I think, you know, it might be safe if you go get a plan B. She was probably like, all right, I'm going to go get it. 
never got it. Either that or she dubbed his shit for like four or five days. It's a, my nigga, it's not that. It's not that as crazy. You as sound like you got experience. I don't, I don't think. I don't think the scenario is crazy. I just think that that scenario takes the onus off of Drake and makes it seem like the girl she trapped. I don't. Th- yeah. I blame that nigga hundred percent for doing that dumb shit too. But <laughs> but I don't even think it has. What I'm saying is I don't think it has to be that scenario. I think it could also. It could also be that them niggas was drunk, didn't know, and then she found out she was pregnant. It could also be the niggas condom broke. And it, or it could also be the nigga was dumb. If you fucking a chick the first time her, drunk and then and at, raw. After he came at her and was expecting that she would be cool with not having a child. And she was like, no, I'm keeping this child. If he was an ain't shit nigga, she would have been got the abortion. Two, two months later, though? I mean, you you that, smash. That's a stretch. Shit, shit went south. You know. if the All right. The condom broke. The next morning... It was wild. It was a wild night. And he was just like, yo, last night got kind of wild. I think the condom might have broke. I might have came here. She's like, oh, I don't think so. No, don't I don't think that's what, she, what her response has to be. Her response could be, okay. And then you be like, yeah, so what we going to do? And then she don't talk to that nigga for five and then, hours. She don't even have to do that. She could just be on some, well, you know, maybe I'm pregnant, but if if I'm, if I'm not okay, but if I am. I am. Soon as soon as she found out she was pregnant, she called her best friend, bitch, I'm pregnant by who? By Drake. Bitch, keep that baby. Yo, That's how that conversation I, 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 went. I, I, I would say some wild <laughs> shit right now, bro. Milk the cow, ho. And the only reason I'm not going to say Daddy it Drake. is because we're on Facebook Live. <laughs> oh, to be honest with y'all. I can say it then. Tell me. You can, I, it's one of those type of things, but I want to <laughs> tell you like this. Tell me. That type of conversation seldomly happens. It's going to be something where, oh, the condom broke or oh, last night went wild. She could have been like, "I ain't really fertile." You gotta know how these hoes talk, bro. But you, that I think that's assuming like she has this game plan to 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 trap them. I don't think she has to go I don't that think deep. She has a game to, plan to, either. Well, well, saying that she would be like, "Oh, I don't, I'm fertile. I don't think I'm fertile." All, all of that is is assuming that she's gonna lie to the nigga to then get the baby. I don't, I don't think, think it has she, to be that. I don't think she lied. I just think that if she's saying she's not fertile and then she's fertile, that would be a lie. She, she might have not been fertile. She might have thought that that could be another scenario, but I just feel like at the end of the day, these scenarios all kind of make it seem like she waited until she knew she was pregnant to then be like, "Well, I'm pregnant, so what's up?" I don't think it has to be that. I think the nigga. I think it kind of like that, bro. Nah, it doesn't. The Listen, nigga- you're Drake. You're either gonna give me three fucking mil right now, or we're gonna have this baby. You same gonna just thing that happened to money. Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown's situation is wild. It didn't happen. I don't think Chris Brown was trying to have that child. No, he wasn't. But he also wasn't trying to break up with his girl. She broke up with him the same day that we all found out the news. Like same day, he had this child. That's it. He was smashing that model. Facts. And bro, Drake was. I could tell you that nigga was so tight. Oh nah, Drake was tight in the shop. He looked like he was serious when she was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm keeping it." I'm three months and yeah. I'm keeping it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm keeping, keeping it. it. Those words alone. It wasn't. It wasn't. She probably didn't even wait to it tell wasn't the nigga. Even oh, three months. It was probably it a month. I'm keeping this child. Drake. I'm keeping the child. Nah, she would. She wouldn't even. Because remember, he yet. was like he asked her for a, a paternity. A paternity, time. Time, and she was with it. She was with it. Because <laughs> she, she knew. She knew what she it was. She knew what it was. She like you the only nigga that came in me in recent months. Yeah. The you only that nigga, nigga that came in me that night. She knew that yeah. night, bro. That <laughs> night, she was just like, 
I'm gonna wait this out. I ain't gonna fuck nobody. I'm else. gonna wait it out. I'm gonna wait it out. Facts. I'm gonna see how this plans out. And he can't go and nowhere. And the minute the period didn't come, that shit was a week late. That's it. She hop skip, my nigga. That's we it. ain't gonna let's not let's not front about this shit, my nigga. Like Drake is worth a hundred million. I'm good for the next eighteen yeah, years I'm, of my life. I'm sure. I'm sure she was praying. She was pregnant. Right. Yeah. I just she, don't think that she. She manipulated the situation into being pregnant. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think it's it's not her fault. Like that, I don't nah, think she was like, oh, fault. I don't think there was no. I'm giving you this plan B. You gonna take it? And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna take it. And then right. she throws it away. I don't think it was that. I don't think happened, it was. Though. That could happen, but I don't think it was that. I don't think it was. I'm all right. Maybe I'm just being the, the savage nigga that I am. <laughs> However, I think it was one on. of those things where it's just like the next morning she's just like, well, I don't think it's gonna be that way. But let's see what happens. And that's what went on six weeks later. I don't even think it was. I think both them niggas. I, I think that nigga was nervous and she was sitting there praying for it. That's what I she think She was happened. definitely with it. She knew I that. Think, I think they both had a mature conversation the right. next day that was like, yo, if if he realized that it happened, yo, I came in you. She was like, all right. And he's like, yo, but if you end up pregnant, what's up? And she might have been on some. Well, if I'm pregnant, I'm keeping it. And it's like, what are you going to do, my nigga? Like, and I mean, he was like, he probably was tight about it. But what else can he do? Up. Yeah, you, you done. We all, we all just got to be honest. If we all fuck the chick that we really don't want a baby by, and the chick say I'm pregnant, each one of us in the room got to deal with it. And it's, and we sick. I'm sick, I bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sick. Like, listen, I'm really sick. I ain't got Drake money. God forbid I step out on my wife and I go fuck another chick and, and get the pregnant. next morning. And right. She's, I'm like, yo, last night I nutted in you. What's good? And she knows. I'm about you to send you this bread for Ryan. What the fuck is going on? I don't, I don't even got a hundred mil. I'm just talking about fucking up my shit. You telling me this nigga who got a hundred mil is gonna be nauseous? Like, well, we gonna see what's going. But, nah, but nah, he was but, tight, but, but bro. wait, but but wait, but fuck that nigga because he way over there. I'm talking about us three in this room. If you, I know, if you get the wrong, wrong, the bitch that you don't want, you just fucking around. If that bitch get pregnant, your whole life is now dedicated to her and that baby for next eighteen fucking years, and you gotta hold that L. Bro, I've always eight. thought about that. that's why even with the condom on, I pull out. <laughs> like, Me too, nigga. And even with the condom Fuck, on, you never know. I've had shorties be like nutting me. I've had shorties. I've definitely had people say that. I'm like, no. I've had shorties get upset because I pulled out. Why are you pulling out? Be because I'm good. I'm really I'm, good. You got a condom on. I don't care. I, don't I need to see the shit. Sometimes that shit rips. Sometimes it gets stuck. Yeah. I definitely I, had a few of those where we had to go scuba diving. Like, okay, we got a. I need an instrument because this shit fall. I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why. I don't even know what happened. Pouring over. I don't know what happened. But I'm to, like, bro. It's like, damn. I'm not taking no risk because I don't know how I would live with myself. We taking a risk every day, single niggas every day. Fucking the girl that we just want to smash or the girl that we really like, but we not on some, we about to make a baby right now. The power is ultimately up to shorty if and when she says, I'm keeping it. Despite whatever your financial situation is. Because now, nigga, if it was real good, oh, nigga, it's about to be slow. And I think that's where Drake fucked up. That's where Drake He knew that she wasn't going to, she wasn't going to be like, well, I ain't trying to have no kids. Exactly. And And that's where the problem is. We got to think about it. You have to know if you're smashing any chick besides Rihanna, because Rihanna's big enough to be like, nigga, I don't want your baby. Right. Rihanna will abort it. Beyonce is big enough to be like, I don't want it. I don't want your baby. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're not smashing a chick like that and you're Drake. Right. You have to always take extra precaution. Facts. No matter what, 
that I'm not having this child right that's now. It. If you don't want this child with this person. And that's where I feel like he ain't he ain't do his due diligence. Like that's he just let it He fucked up. He fucked up. He did. But of course, with that came the pusher T situation. Definitely situation. Did. Definitely did. All right. That that shit. Um so Drake is saying on the shop that his his recount of the scenario is his version he got made a lot hit. of sense to me. He got hit by Kanye. Kanye said, yo, come out to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Let's make some music. Mm-hmm. Help me write this album that I'm working on. Right. It ain't coming out for a while. So, you know, when he you didn't come. He didn't say album. He just said they were working on yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're working on stuff. Right. Come out. Uh, it's not going to come out for a while. Um, but And I'll also help you with your stuff. And I'll be uh what's what's Clyde? He said I'll, he said I'll be Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. And, I'll be Quincy Jones and, to you. And then I forgot what he said he would be. And then he was no. like, he said I'll be Quincy Jones and you be Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's yeah, exactly so what he said. Drake is like, all right, cool. Forty gets out there a little bit earlier than Drake. Forty said it's off. Forty hits his his man's and is like, yo, bro, I'm out here. Something is wacky about this situation. I don't know what it is. But it don't feel right. Niggas is working on music, all right, too. A lot of music. Yeah, right. Niggas like, is working on working music. On original shit. And there's a lot of yeah. music happening. <laughs> I don't know. Something's off. Drake tells 40, bro, don't worry about it. We're going to be good. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Okay. One of you niggas go somewhere and tell me, yo, the shit wacky. I don't know. I'm going to be like, should I come? If you say no, we're not there. We're done. I think it's in too deep at that point, though. It wouldn't have How, been. How, Sway? I would have told Kanye, suck a dick, because they already have a weird relationship. If if, if 40 is my man and I'm Drake, and 40 is telling me a situation, I'm not there yet. Right then and there, I may have to call Kanye. Because Honestly, if I go out there, if I'm Drake, not Drake being Drake, if Distinguished is Drake, I'm turning up on Kanye. But granted, okay, yeah, maybe he says Kanye. shit is wacky and we don't know what wacky means. So maybe Drake is just like, all right, well, Kanye weird like that. But Drake so always be wanting that's to figure how I think the out. conversation went. It's like, you always be trying to if, figure some if, shit out. If, if niggas invited me and you to go somewhere and I get out there first and I call you and be like, yo, bro, I don't know, bro. Something seems a little bit off. But, you know, these niggas is working on some other shit. But you know what, though? Like, we already. You, I don't know if you still want to come, but if you do come through, like I'm just putting you on heads up that shit seems to be moving yeah, a little different. It seems different. a little weird. It seems a little different from what they said. Yep. And then the only the only pass I could say is that, and and we're going to talk about this a little bit more because this is this is the part of the conversation I think other people are not talking about. But Drake being a fan of Kanye, I think might have had a place in this moment where he decided, all right, I'm still going to go. I still think Kanye's mad dope. You know, maybe I looked up to him. I'm still going to go. If Drake called me right now, y'all was there and y'all was like, yo, it's a little weird, X. I still might have to be like, yo, it's Drake though. I got to go see what's up. It would be my due diligence to just be like, yo, just be on your P's and Q's when you get out here because I don't know if it's going to go the way you're thinking it's going to go. So fast forward, Drake goes out there. And this is where Drake fucks up again. And this is where I do think Drake is a little naive. And I fuck with Drake. Y'all all know I fuck with Drake hard. He goes out there. Your man's just put you on notice that it's weird out here. And yet you still chill with Kanye. Show him pictures of your baby. 
Don't even show it. That was a wrong he move. Sends, sends picture. the yeah. picture. Yeah, I was like, it's like and wow. play your music coming off your album, which you're releasing in early June, or you had scheduled to release yep. in early June. June twenty second. So you, you play him the music. He knows what's in the music. Clean. He hears March twenty four. I mean March fourteenth. Clean. And he knows that you have a child. Clean. Now, when you was trying to hold that down, how was that smart, Drake? I, I don't. I don't get it. I think what happens is, and I feel like it's it's one of those situations where, from the way he is explaining it, I think at the time, you know, you you, you go around these people, and if that's your idol, they preach this story to you. You vibing with you them. you vibe with them. And, you know, it might have been a genuine conversation when he was there. I don't think when he got out there, Kanye made him feel uncomfortable. I don't think he felt uncomfortable enough to not do that. He had to feel super comfortable. Because he was like, they talked about the family they talked about a lot of personal stuff. I just feel like stuff. I would be on guard, bro. My I, man's told me to be on guard. I already was beefing with this nigga like maybe a couple months ago. We could be cool, but I don't know if I'm going to go that vulnerable. Even if he told me, well, you have to be vulnerable so mm. I can help you make better music. This is the nigga that yelled at his show. They're playing for free every fucking day on the radio. DJ Khaled and Drake are killing the radio. That's the same nigga that did. I would not be. I'd be like, ah, Kanye. Uh, yeah, yo. Then, well, let's, finish let's, up. Let's go deeper. He said, like, story. they're not letting other people on the radio. Clean. Clean. So that it's too. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, do it. Yeah, I couldn't. If I was Drake, I couldn't do it. It's a little bit difficult. I mean, I could see myself in Drake's shoes. I could see right. myself there and be like, oh, these niggas is. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Like, right. But I just, I don't. I just feel like Drake has to be more calculated. And we always see him as a more calculated <laughs> nigga. So some of these stories and these recounts of what happened just make it seem like, nigga, was you not thinking, bro? Like, I think at the same time, in his mind, he's always so calculated because the people around him at, aren't as... Nah, they're not. He has depth. to be the calculated he's nigga. He's the one just a step ahead. But he has to. Kanye is a veteran to Drake still. <laughs> Right, so right. Kanye probably had it's another scheme in his mind. A lot of times, you know, we kind of take that for we kind of take that for granted that this nigga is a foreseeing person. Like that nigga thinks things thinks thinks things through. Yeah. Well, one a thing lot about further. all one, of the lights came out three years after the album came out, and it yeah, was he obviously album. had an agenda. He obviously I was gonna say one agenda. thing about Kanye and the vibe that he's giving now is Kanye would do some shit to to troll Drake and. Like make him just just do he he probably did that rollout on purpose and basically. that's what Drake was saying because Drake said he left with wasn't it me a beat uh, that beat lift yourself or whatever it's called he said the day he left with that record he said the very next day Kanye dropped Scoobity Poo on that record and then he goes this nigga's trolling me then he says to take it a step further I think that same day too I think Pusha had dropped his album or some shit and then Drake was like wow. And you produced on and the you track. Produced, where yeah. That, and so in my head, the way that Drake is recollecting that story is like Kanye set you up to really hurt you. Similar to niggas we know that's you know getting hurt by people who say hurtful things. But yeah, you know, it's, it's real. It's well. Here's the here's the thing. <laughs> it's real, and here's, that's why I kind of sided with Drake with a lot of shit with how he feels about the whole thing now. Where he's like, you know, before we had mob ties. When that came out, nigga, there's mob ties. 
before that, you know, we didn't have nonstop. Now we have nonstop. So in my, that took me back to no filter on some real shit. It got me to a point where I was like, when you try to express to a nigga that you heard about something and you, and you think that the way that you're expressing it, the nigga's going to take it as, okay, this nigga's expressing himself, but they turn it around and then they see you in person and then they make a whole scene and it's like, I'm going to fuck you up in front of all these niggas. And in your head, you like, nigga, we was in school together. We did poetry events together. We supposed to be like this. Not even a bitch could separate that. But you letting this one little thing that you threw out of context blow everything up and niggas can't even have a conversation. I'm just like, what, what's also confusing fuck to all me that is friendship. Like, what did Drake do to Kanye to, I have no idea. to piss Kanye off that much? Nah, Kanye has always been threatened by Drake because Drake could do what Kanye couldn't do. And that Same. was Drake had that perfect blend of singing and, singing and bars. If if we go back to Take Care, mm-hmm. that's all that's the album that Kanye was always trying to make. Mm. And he couldn't make it because even with the auto-tune and all of that shit, his voice is still I like not that. as it's smooth. A heartbreak. Yeah, it's cool, but it ain't it's not as smooth. Yeah. It's not is not he can't do the songs that Drake can yeah, do. Yeah, only and Drake he, could be Drake. And he wants to. If you ever listen to old Kanye interviews where he was talking about wanting rap to be he he didn't want to be considered when he dropped 808 he's like I don't want to be considered a rapper. Don't call this rap right. because rap has a ceiling. At the time rap couldn't be bigger than pop or it couldn't be bigger than country. Right. Now we're in a, a phase of, of life where rap is the biggest thing ever. Because right. we've they've found the we've our culture has found a way to transition into tap into all these different all these markets. different things and That's make it and make rap. it unique. So yeah. it's right. rapping is considered trap music or whatever, but they're melodically singing on and it. And a lot of it is 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 emo punk music. A lot of it, and the artists themselves are emo niggas. Yeah, emo. They're they're doing rock. Yeah, they're rap really, is rock yeah. right now. To me, it's like skateboarders. There's a bunch of skateboard kids. And, you know, you look at the little Uzis, even if you look at, these are the type of kids that would have been bullied in school. These yeah. are the type of little dudes. Or at that least we, bullied in rap. rap yeah. Rappers wouldn't have accepted what's happening It's no now. longer the street dude who's the major hip hop artist. So, you know, that to me is where the difference is nowadays. So it's interesting that, you know, this is where hip hop is and. I think Kanye is tight because, yeah, he might have been tight because Drake is the person who changed so, yeah, that he tide. So, yeah, he was threatened by Drake. And they say that Kanye's been setting Drake up for the longest time. Like Drake, I mean Kanye directed Drake's First "You video. You the Best" video, and a lot mm-hmm. of people say like that video wasn't done well. Um, and a lot of things from there, where it was like a snowball effect, where a lot of people, I guess, were telling Drake, Kanye ain't the one to trust. So they ended up splitting in terms of that, or there's always been this up and down relationship with them. So. I think that that's where it came from, but this that's the narrative that Drake presents, is that he feels Kanye then told Pusher the information from that. Now, Pusher's saying something totally different. So Pusher went on Joe Budden's podcast yesterday, and Pusher recounts it as this. He says, leave Kanye out of this because Kanye didn't do what you think Kanye did. He's like, you're wrong for... All of these disses to Kanye because Kanye has nothing to do with it. It was all me. He said, I got the information from 40. <sighs> Throwing his man's underneath the bus? All right. 
He got the information from 40. This is why it's hard to trust niggas. He claims 40 was pillow talking with a woman for, for months on end. Talking six hours a day with the woman. I don't know how he knows how long they were talking. Talking six hours a day with this young lady and divulging a lot of different information. So with the information that was being said, he said 41 said that he was unhappy or disgruntled about accolades and I guess getting recognition for certain things. He said two, 40 told uh, from Drake. Drake shouts that nigga out in so many records. I, I, so many I have in, in the production and engineering world, though, I'm lost. there have been a lot of talks that, because even on the Pensado show, because I watch a lot of the engineering shows, yeah. and when he was on Pensado, he said that a lot of times the engineers don't get what they deserve. He didn't say it to himself. He didn't say it particularly about himself. Right, but that's a shot. But that's a shot. He's like, you know, Ooh. sometimes the engineer don't get what they deserve, but you know, we in it because we see the bigger picture. I heard you, mm. and that's a that's 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 a, a a funny situation, especially with someone like Forty, who's executive producing and you, he on target he with a lot of the stuff. Build Drake though, yeah. But the he thing is, the sound. if Drake goes platinum, Forty doesn't go platinum. <coughs> Plain and simple. You feel me? Okay, okay. You see, so if 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 Scorpion goes platinum, Forty doesn't get a plaque as well. So Drake, so Drake need to give him some bread up or, or, or try to talk to help that I think get a plaque. Forty's on salary. That's oh, how I think salary. that is. Oh, salary. Okay. 40's getting a salary from OVO. It's a hard thing because on He's Drake's still- end, it's strategic and smart. Right. However, however, they set their contract up to work, if there is even a real contract there because they're boys, I feel like it's a conversation you could just have with his mans and just be like, yo, bro, I'm doing all this shit. Maybe I need to get more. Maybe I need to do this or maybe I need to do that. Right. Before this turns, it ain't going to turn into it, but... I mean, I think it's also inflated. I mean, that's every engineer's plight. You can't change that. There's a lot of hands in the pot. Right. Realistically, Drake could only give him about so much. Right. And I think for me, when it comes to that, it's smarter for you just to be on a salary because if Drake goes down, that doesn't mean you lose money. You feel me? You can still work with another artist. Drake is out the game, right? That's if he has that type of clause. And there's there's mad stipulations to that. However... That's just been something that, you know, engineers in general complain about. Right. So, you know, that's between him and Drake, though. But, you know, with the pillow talk situation, you so, know, we yeah, don't know. So, yeah. So, apparently, he, told, he tells this young woman all this information. The young woman is in some type of setting where Pusha T is also there. And Pusha T overhears this information and or gets the information out of the young woman without her knowing that she's divulging secrets <clears throat> that he plans on using in the future against Drake. If and when it gets there. Right. And it got there. Because yeah, all of this happened before right. he knew Drake was going to drop Duppy. So um, that's that's Pusha's recount of it. So what are we taking from the two of these men? Because I feel like something like this can and will happen again in hip hop if niggas don't have a conversation that's why I really do fuck with the Styles P and Davies interview. Davies and Styles P said, nigga, in hip hop, there's no rules. Drake, Drake trying to cop a plea and saying the 40 line is the thing that almost drove him to the edge. He talked, he talked about 
he reached out to LeBron after he recorded the record that we probably will never hear. And yeah. he goes, he said some shit in there that he could probably never put out. We'll get into that. But you had asked a good question. You said, what do we think about this situation? Right. Because I'm looking at it like in real life, if your man indirectly is talking to indirectly meaning like I'm talking to somebody, but they're overhearing it. So they're overhearing shit indirectly. It's not directed towards them. And then they go back and use it. I think that whether you're pillow talking or not, certain shit should not even be said in public. That's why I, certain niggas don't listen. even have conversations on itself. You a nigga I, that we're not going to say too much, but you a nigga. Anytime I talk to you about some real shit, you be like, yo, D, don't text that. Just call me or let's meet up and talk yeah. about it. You always told me that since day fucking listen, one. Even I'm, on some, yo, just come to the crib, bro. On some real nigga so, shit, my nigga, like at the end of the day, shit, man. even with my wife, there's just certain things I don't talk. I don't. Not that I would think she would do some wild shit or do something to to you know to put my friendships at risk. There's just certain things I don't think she needs to know. And I that also, I th- it's just a matter of privacy. Even certain with the things. situation that that you guys were alluding to earlier, sometimes it changes the picture of the person, and you may not want that to be the latent effect. Mm-hmm. It may not be that you want now that your homies. Or your family is looking at this person like a different way now. This nigga is wild, and why would you? Why are you still? Bro, why are you still hanging friends with, this? with the, Yeah, like yeah, like especially. And I feel like with with at I feel like if Forty did do that, which I don't, it's not unfathomable. It's not something that you can't really think about. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. However, happen. you should be like we're talking about Drake. Like you know, like if this chick wanted to spite you. She could spite you because we're humans and people do things out of anger. And to think that the information didn't even come from her. Information came from your man's. It didn't come from the chick that he got pregnant because she didn't make no No, nah, it came no from, I mean, 40 could have just been having regular talk. And I don't think he was even that serious. It, just it wasn't been like, malicious. You know, it might have yeah. been like, it just oh, been venting. I just got a text from Drake. He, we, we all just went and saw his son. Nobody knows about it though, so don't. So right. don't, don't but tell 40, nobody. But forty still should have been doing his research too because they said it on the interview, the Styles P interview. Styles P said Drake and Pusha been having beef since way back when. But he wouldn't have known. Pusha would have. I don't think forty would have. There's no way forty would have known that this chick was was given in bro. Did, I'm not talking about the chick. Just be aware of who's in the room. Nah, it's nah, not. The, it's not. They're that. having sex and chilling. She, for whatever reason, maybe she goes to a club. She goes, she's an industry girl. She goes to the club. Right. She bumps into Pusha's camp. She's cool with Pusha's team. She don't got no beef with them. Mm-hmm. She's there. Wow. She's talking about how she's fucking 40. Spicy. Maybe with one of her girls at the bar. Spicy. 40 is, 40, I mean, Pusha is, is around. Either Pusha overhears this shit. Or pushes like, yo, tell me more. So he joins the conversation. Tell me more. Oh, okay. Like he just, he starts asking certain questions. She might be a little sauced. She's just feeling good to tell this information. Boom. I don't think it was like on some like, she's a secret agent and she's working for them. We we don't, uh, the way push, we don't know. The way know. Push explained it, it wasn't that situation. It wasn't Oof. like Good Music Center. They just so happened to be in the same space. When she was giving this information out, that's basically how he made it seem. Which means so, she was telling one of her close friends. I had to be, or she it's, was telling him without really thinking it was a big thing. And it's so crazy. Drake know. over the years has talked a lot about pillow talking in his music. 
There's he does like, talk about there's it. like three records that come to my head where he's like, "You'll be careful who you pillow talking to." He has said this. I, forty, I were be, you not listening, I would nigga? Be furious. Now I'll be tight if, if yeah, if, forty was my man. If man's. the woman I'm laying with tells some shit that she knows she ain't supposed to talk about in open conversation. Now you're not telling one of your girlfriends. You're in an open conversation where multiple people could hear this. I would be pissed yeah, be the fuck off. Like, I would be furious. Now that Pusha has said this, I'm actually interested to know what the conversation looked like for Drake and 40 today if they have Well, it. I was about to say, I think there's a deeper... There's a conversation. There's a, there's there's a, deeper, yeah. there's a deeper question here. Yes. And the question is, are there cracks between 40 and Drake? We've seen it Because it sounds like... It sounds like there's some pre-existing cracks, even before this situation, where 40 is feeling some type of way. And now it's just getting exposed in a larger light. And Pusha said, I wanted to do this interview because I wanted 40 to know that I know what happened between him and that girl wow. and what he said to that girl. I want him to know that. That's crazy. That's I got wild. how I got this information. And I want Drake to know how I got this information because Drake got, has the narrative all wrong. I need him to know that it was his man's that fucked up. That's basically what he said. What's crazy about it is that I think a lot of times, if you look back at past, you know, interviews, little shows, or little YouTube clips of them in the studio, it never really seemed like Forty and Drake were close friends. It seems that, you know, you go to the studio, you link up with someone, you you build that relationship, and Things happened, things blew up, and it's just the right situation. Right. Drake and the other nigga that he that the, the other little the other little dude the Future? other no 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 the um this other boy there's the other guy Oliver Oliver him and Oliver are like this mm. I don't think him and Forty are like this mm. it's just one of those situations like we work well together we're going to keep this it's going. so crazy about and they have a friendship that that yeah, spend it's out. so crazy about what you're saying I'm not gonna say it on here but. X was recently talking to somebody and it's a similar situation. It's like that gray area that, yeah, you could work with somebody up to a point, but that don't mean you really fuck with them on that level. Yeah, and I'm I mean, in my head, I'm thinking like, have I worked with people that I really didn't fuck with? And to me, that's for, for me being a creative, that would be a little bit, unless it's strictly about business. If we been given the whole appearance that we've been cool this whole time and we weren't really cool, I've been I mean, lying listen, to myself. I'm gonna say it like I, this. I've been I've been disingenuous. As like a, I just as an engineer and producer like, myself, you ain't gotta be cool with everybody. There's but damn. people that I'm. There's people that I'm very cordial with. Right. You feel me? There's people that I'm cool with. Okay. That we do business together. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna say we're best of friends. Okay. But there's people that I do business with on a on a regular, very regular basis. Right. You feel me? We're always in the studio together. We always make records together and whatnot. Right. We're cool. However, I ain't going to say that's my man's. Right. You feel me? And mm -hmm. even though we can make the nigga takes off tomorrow, the most likely he'll bring me on for that journey. However, I ain't going to be like, that's my man's. Am I going to turn down the opportunity? Not really. It's still business. I mean, I feel, feel like, me? I feel like there's some closeness between the two of them, but I, I think that, that that piece that, of the puzzle is, is really important too. Yeah, that, it might be one of those things... You know how there's when you get a group of niggas, you can mm -hmm. see those two niggas are the closest. Right. Yeah. These niggas, they they're family, but right. when they're around, their energy's a little wacky. Right. This one is a little jealous of that one. Right. This one, like 
he's cool, but he does his own thing. Like right. the the groups and the friends, yeah, they, they differ <laughs> in that aspect of, and that could be their relationship where right. it's like. We work really well together. I'm mad close with you. Right. But maybe there's certain things where 40 is like, yo, I can't stand that part about Drake. But what I'm hearing, though, too, is, I mean, we all know this. And I know in my heart, I hope it don't get to it. But, yo, when the money and the fame is at the same level and there's just a nigga in the back. I mean, I definitely saw that photo that be circulating every once in a while with that lady standing beside Selena. And the top of that caption is like, even your friend is out to get you. You just don't know it. It'd be the closest. be the closest nigga to you. I'm just saying, bro. I'm like, say it like this. You like, don't know if the 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 closer you get, the more moves you make. You don't know deep down inside. I think somebody we, in the room is like, yo, I, don't, I, don't I really don't that, fuck with that. nigga. A lot of times we just take for granted how business relationship works. There was a great interview I saw with Guru. Jay-Z sounds out Guru all the time. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. And Guru said it plain and simple. He's like, that man is not my friend. Mm. He's like, we work together. But that doesn't mean I could say Jay. I can't call Jay 12 or 9 and be like, what's good? Right. There's a difference. A very, very big difference. I didn't even see that interview. Damn. You feel me? Like, I can't call Jay late at night. He's like, yes, he's a great business associate. Are we good acquaintances? Sure. Can we have a drink after certain things? Sure. You know what? This is a door for another conversation of shit that I don't like that happens in the industry. And I just was around that too, where, because I went to the release of um, Hustle in Brooklyn. Uh, I went to one of the release parties. They had like multiple across the across the borough. Well, across the city, rather. Um, and you have a lot of these creatives that make it seem like they have the best relationship with the next popping thing. Or... Maybe not the next popping thing. It could be like the one that's helping them pop. And these relationships are really fickle and really fragile. Look good on the ground. And exactly. They Looks look great. They, they, they look is, good on the it's ground. It's good for business. And it's good that's for business. really it. And that's that. But that's what you think. That's the reality, bro. You could have great business relationships. And I think we take that for granted. You could have a great business relationship with someone. It's like you being great friends with your boss or you have a good relationship with your boss. That doesn't mean you can hang out after work. True. Which that's something I don't recommend you have, anybody doing. Or you're cool with certain coworkers. You're mad cool at work. Right. At five o'clock, I'm going to catch you later. You ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't going to call you eight o'clock at night to tell you my business. Facts. There's a difference. I agree with that. So and you get home and you be like, yo, this nigga was doing some wild shit at work today. Mm-hmm. But the next day at work, we kumbaya. Mm. Because you're just cool at work. Yeah, you're telling your wife, yo, this nigga was bugging at work today. was tonight. bugging at work. This is this is real life situation. <laughs> real life. And, every and that day. sounds like this situation. And that sounds like yeah. that. When, they're, when, they're, when it's time to create and it's time to put that work in, it's that's what you're that employee in, right. of OVO. You work for me. Y'all are chilling. Y'all having the greatest you're time. You're having the greatest right. time. However, when that session is over and things are right. done... You do you. I'm going to catch you on the rebound. That's I need you to be certain. It's a business relationship. That's a fact. And I think Especially we take that for granted. If, if, if Drake met 40 as a producer and, and weren't friends. They weren't. Into, they, he, met, he met 40 as that. Like, they were introduced musically. And I don't think it, I don't think it went beyond that because right. their personalities probably just never worked with each other beyond music. Right. Or they cool, but it's just like you said, they cool, 
But it's not on some like, yo, 40, come out. We going to 40, 40 mm-hmm. club tonight. No. Right. Because 40 not doing that. No. No. I don't, like, I'm, nah, I'm I don't know about I've, I've never seen I've him. never seen 40. There's never pictures with Drake and yeah. 40 in the club. Yeah. No. You see Oliver all I'm, the I'm time. Fo- I'm following 40 and I don't, you see, future I don't see a too. lot of that. You do see Future. Yeah. I don't see a lot of that. Yeah. I follow 40 DJ page. Future. You don't see a lot of party activity on his page. You might see him working. He will shout out. Drake, if something drops or they did something, but yeah. partying, you've never seen. I've you never know who's seen another it. one. Who's Ryan Leslie and the next nigga? Um, oh, Ryan not Ryan Leslie. No, um, who that? What that white boy that popped the other day? Um, the dude from from Seattle. He he popped and he had a mediocre album, but he still blew the fuck up. A rapper dude, mm-hmm. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Oh, oh yeah, okay. and Ryan. They, they made it seem like those two are like. He's in carrots, my oh, nigga. Oh, really? Best of friends. Yeah, and Ryan Lewis, you look at his Instagram, you don't see a picture of Macklemore in that oh, shit. Oh, shit. You don't see no activities. They don't even hang like that. It's just strictly music. It's just business. Wow. And they're just being marketed as and friends. And they're just being marketed as friends. Gotcha. This is this is just this is how business works. I mean, well, that's how this entertainment business works. We all friends, right? We all good, right? We we got something different than the industry niggas, right? We, I don't know. You tell me, nigga. Nigga, like, nigga don't let me tell it, nigga. Nah, son. Like, there's Shit. a difference. I could call X one o'clock in the morning. Okay, we get and vice versa. We getting somewhere. Nah, okay. like there's a difference. You could tell when there's a real friendship, nigga. Person. Sometimes you got to make sure. X has seen me in situations where I cut a friend off quick. Nigga, you know who you know who a nigga's real friends is when you know who goes to whose house. I, I, I hear you, but it's the difference between you going to their crib and then there's a difference between you going to somebody that passing a family funeral type shit. That's mm. uh, that to me, those are two different extremes. Birthday parties is one extreme. That's probably in the same boat as probably a wedding. But if somebody dying in a family, or if somebody's in a hospital and that's your friend. That's when I think you'll see true colors. I've definitely had situations where I've been in a hospital. A nigga ex will definitely check on a nigga, you. But then I've been in situations where I've been in a hospital and niggas I've known longer than y'all niggas did not show up. Or I've been in financial situations where niggas might come through, might say, hey, I ain't got nothing now for you, but maybe I could do this. Other niggas is like, yo, D, I can't help you. But I'm like, nigga, I was literally with you shooting in the gym. And I'm, I'm, I mean, and I'm being reminded of this I, as I'm getting my shit together, as y'all know. And my mom is like, yo, certain shit you did... You can't do that no more. All that shit is over. I'm a very funny so, nigga about certain things, bro. So, not a lot of people have my address. I'm changing, nigga. Not Mentally, I'm people, changing. I think not it's hard people, to evaluate friends because friends... I think, for me at least, I compartmentalize friends. Certain friends are good for certain moments. Other friends are good for other moments. That's why I had mm. so many different birthday events. Because I know certain friends are great for the club. Right. Certain mm. friends are great to come out, party, have a good time. Certain Those friends are good for dinner. Fr- same friends are going to look like you were pulling teeth sitting there trying to bowl. Or True. them same friends are going to look like, why the fuck did you ask me to come out here to go to a terror park? True. So it's like, I put, I did that strategically. I invited certain people to certain things strategically because I wanted to see everybody. Right. But I know... Putting them in certain situations is just gonna make it painful for everybody. I ain't mm. trying to see that. They ain't trying to be there. Like I'm not doing that. So I think it's kind of hard because certain friends are good for certain situations. You got that friend that you can't call up one in the morning. That may not be the same friend that you could take to the club. Nah. Sure. Not to say that their their values 
aren't similar because sometimes they can be. A lot of times, though, there are situations where it's like that one friend only wants to go to the club with you. True. You can't call them, talk to them about nothing else. That's very true. That's when it's like, that ain't maybe not really your friend. Right. That's someone that's good for a particular moment and or that's, time. And that's how you determine who's coming to the wedding, who's, who's coming to the funeral, who's coming to when you get your first crib, and who's coming to see you do something bigger than life. Like yo, I I had you I had to, I had I had to have you come to the well. Sequel who's in thing. the section? I'm invite all y'all niggas, but there's only gonna be ten to twenty of y'all that, sitting with me. Sit, that, that's a fact. That's a fact. The rest of y'all they, niggas will be out there. Out I there. give you a that. Yo, it's good. Yo, it's nice for you to come out, yo, bro. Thank, right. Yo, thank you for coming out, bro. Did you buy a ticket it. to the live show? Is the question. <laughs> a lot of friend niggas is just buying a ticket to the live show. Y'all not coming for the next part, but yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's how it goes sometimes. I also feel like the conversation that's not being had about Drake himself is I don't think Drake realizes how big he really is. So like a lot of what I'm getting from it, like even with how he said that point where he's like, yo, I hit up LeBron and I told him, would you be disappointed? Yeah, yeah, I was mad confused when he said that. If I don't respond, would you be disappointed? I was like, nigga, you're Drake. Why the fuck you asking this nigga for validation? It's like a kid. Right. That's how I felt when I went when he said that. I really looked at the screen like, wait, did he just say, you know, and and I text Braun and what did you say, Braun? And then Braun goes, What did I tell you? I was like, Nah, time out, time out. I mean, we're You're talking not a, like it's not LeBron, though. But, but no, I get that. But we also got to understand, in terms of uh, in terms of music, is my opinion what LeBron has done for basketball is equivalent to what Drake has done for hip hop. Both of them are at a level like 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 X was saying earlier. They're at a level where we know that they've reached literally their peak, their prime. Shit is looking like okay. We might want to go switch gears now because niggas is 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 at the point in their career where we want to do more things than just music. Drake look like he's about to get on the acting shit again. He's he's helping produce that shit in the UK. Top boy, shout out to the people that's a part of that production. LeBron James just fucking got a school. LeBron James got the fucking shop show inside of barbershops. Um, so shit is changing lebron and drake are now both fathers so shit different from when niggas did that forever fucking song and when lebron dropped his first documentary so shit like to me they're in the same frame of mind where it's like we 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 are looking for the exit plan but the exit plan has to come with a a, 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 an abundant amount of elevation how are we elevating to get to that point where we could say we don't have to come down back to this level no more that's where uh, them niggas that but when Drake asked that nigga for that validation thing, I was very thrown I mean, off. We like, also don't know what what how how one how deep the relationship is. Well, we I learned on the shop that, based on how he asked that it, question. It, they obviously have to have yeah, a they, very deep brothers. relationship. I think well that brings me back to what I was saying about Kanye too. He has admiration for his idols still as if he's still the kid True. who didn't have his first platinum plaque. Like True. before he even got to the first platinum plaque. That's how, that's the admiration I heard in his voice when he was talking to LeBron. It wasn't on some like, yo, I'm the king of my spear, you're the king of yours. Jay-Z would have never asked no question like that. We know that. But Jay Kanye would have still asked Jay-Z that though. Funny enough. True. I think so. Jay-Z probably would have, Jay-Z's a pioneer in his own. I think Kanye would have asked that question up until graduation. Graduation, Kanye felt like he was at the same level as as, um, Jay. 
Yeah. I don't know. Now, we don't know what Kanye, because Kanye's doing whatever. But I think up until graduation, yeah. he would have asked them, like, yo, what do you think? Should I? Yeah. After graduation, I feel like Kanye felt like he was he was Jay's level. Yeah. He thought he was Kanye. He Kanye was said it on Big Brother. New Jack City got to keep my brother, but to be number one, I'm gonna beat my brother. Said that on that. That was the last song on graduation. Big Brother on the Diamonds remix. I thought I spazzed till my big brother came through and kicked my ass. Sibling rivalry. It was the pride in me that was driving me at the Grammys. I said I inspired me, but my big brother who always tried to be is like. It's like, damn, you want to be just as good as Jay. You want to be Jay. Uh, Drake said it in one of his records. But on that on that record, on, right. on what was that? That was a college dropout? No, that, that was, was late registration. Gradu- graduation. Uh, graduation. That yeah. was on graduation? Too? Yeah, Big Brother. Yeah, it was the last record. Diamonds Remix was on late yeah, registration. Yeah, that's Diamonds what I'm talking Remix about. Diamonds Remix was on yeah. late registration. Facts. But you could see the difference in the attitude. Yeah. In Diamonds Remix, he was still talking from a, ad, a point of admiration. Right. On Big Brother... He was talking from like I'm going. I'm on your level now. Right. I'm right, right there. No disrespect, but right. I'm just as hot as you. I'm Ex- just as big as exactly. You. And how, at that time, he was. That's how shit. big brother was. I'm still calling you my big brother, but right. I'm my nigga, brother. I'm about to take your shit. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's why the name You're of the big album. bro. But right. I'm, I'm big bro too now. Right. On Diamonds remix. I'm on yeah. The Diamonds yeah. of Sierra Leone remix. Right. It was still on some yo. You came through and you washed me. And that's what a kid will say to their big brother, even if their big brother didn't watch him. Right. Yeah, you know, yo, you watched me, bro. That's crazy. Like, if you're playing a video game or something, yo, you're crazy. But now he got to the point where he's like, nah, nigga, I'm the same level as you. What's up? Like, let's get on this track. Like, I hear you. However, I'm going to still do me. Right, right. That's that type of shit right there. And I think you are right. Drake, Drake is at the top. He's no longer the little bro. He's now the big bro. Yeah, so he, he realizes be... that. Nah. You don't think so? Nah, nah. Nah. Just the way he talks. I agree. Talk uh, the whole, even with the Kanye thing, he trusted Kanye. A nigga who, he was hurt. He who was hurt. wasn't, a nigga who wasn't admiring Kanye would have never trusted Kanye like that. Even mm. if they was on some bro shit, cool shit. But I'll go into the studio right now with a rapper that I think is popping and I'm not. I'm not divulging nothing crazy. We doing this music and we out. Drake was sold on what Kanye said. He specifically said, listen, let me help you. I will be Quincy Jones. You just have to be Michael. Nigga, it's as clear as day as what the fuck is going on. I'm going to make the play. You're going to catch the ball when I throw it. You're going to hit the touchdown, but you're playing on my field. That's what the Kanye Drake situation is. I'm the vet. I'm going to do some sneak fucked up shit in the end. But don't worry because we still going to help each other. I'm going to give you this record or at least think you have this record. Then I'm going to just drop the record the next day. I'm going to tell you that we working on projects, but not tell you I'm working on multiple projects and they're all dropping I, in June. Realistically, Nigga, what the that's fuck? Some, that's some... From, from, from that's uh, some, Past experience and personal experience, that's some bipolar shit. Oh, yeah. Facts. Facts. That's not even no chess shit. That's, nigga, you crazy. Blatant. Yeah, you crazy. I fuck with this nigga, but I don't fuck with this nigga type of shit. I fuck with him just enough. I think we've been through these situations personally where people we thought fucked with us obviously don't fuck with us. Fuck you. Fuck you. And, um, yeah, we we went through that already with, with someone we know. Yeah, I mean, I so you know, time, and, and I I'm a little bit blown away when someone like fake shit is fake shit is one thing, right? 
You feel me? Being fake is being fake. You yeah. could tell when someone doesn't have their real intentions there. But when you someone fake, nigga. When yeah. someone actively acts that they're really cool with you and then the minute they have the opportunity to show their real it's colors like you, about yeah. you, they just say, oh, this person is this type of wear. That person is this type of wear. We don't feel this way about this person. And, right. you know, it's something to me that that brings out a different level of, of betrayal in, in a sense. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Kanye could have been there saucing it up and the minute Drake disappeared and Drake wasn't involved anymore. He was just like, man, fuck that nigga. I'm going to do what I want to do and, and right. do some wild shit. I mean, well, that's what it seemed like with that track. That's uh, what it kind of up, yeah. uplift, uh, yeah. uplift you, whatever yeah, uplift that you, shit yeah. was called. Scoop the way it was like, pool. yo, yo, this is yours, bro. Right. And as soon as he left, like, oh, that nigga really wanted that shit? Yeah. I'm going to give you this record, and I'm going to let you know how much I shit, I also think, shit on you. I'm going to just scoopity, scoopity, poop. I also think it goes back to the, the whole jealousy thing. He probably was like, yo, Drake could probably kill this record better. He probably tried to put something on that on that track and couldn't get nothing more than the melody of scoopity, poopity, doop. And just got tight and was like, yo, I'm going to release it. Fuck it. Right. And, release and shit. it's so crazy because that shit got mad plays. I'm just, I'm lost. Because people on are stupid yeah, I'm and lost think, on YouTube. And I'm think Kanye like, is some type of magical unicorn genius and the niggas just doing fuckboy shit. Like I say that all the time. But all right, let's get off this shit because we got a lot more on the speaking docket. Speaking about fuckboy yeah. shit, Diddy, Diddy. I was going to say, I feel like it's fuckboy shit too, bro. Diddy, honestly. You been with this girl 11 years. Niggas know how I feel about Diddy. I mean. You got with her. When, this nigga was what? Like in his mid 30s and she was in her very young 20s very when they got, to, like, got together. She's young, If not bro. 18. If she, wasn't she like. She, yeah, she might have been younger than that, son. I ain't going to say nothing about this. <laughs> I'm the age. All I'm going to say is this. It's some industry shit. This is why. This is why in general. I think women who been with a nigga for as long as Diddy been with Cassie. Women will feel like they have the right to say niggas ain't shit for this particular reason. She does have the right to say niggas You've ain't shit. You've been with a nigga for literally one fucking decade. And whether it's industry shit or not, me personally, I kind of saw this coming because I'm like, Cassie's not going nowhere in terms of her career. And even if she is going somewhere, she ain't going to go as far as she needs to without letting go of Diddy. I'm going to tell you this. Her breaking up with Diddy's going to make her bigger. I think so. Um, I, I think... I think I think Diddy's gonna be okay from this. I think she's she invested she invested all her time into Diddy and not herself. But if you look at some of the photos, though, to be honest, my opinion, she looked like she wasn't really happy. They never looked happy. Some of them bro. have some of the photos. He looked more happy than she did, and that nigga didn't even look that happy. Bro, the nigga was uh, is a mogul with mad money, fucking mad a bitches. young chick. Right? Oh yeah, that was letting him get away with murder. That's what I think that they relationship not, was. They were never in a relationship, and that's all I'm gonna say. So these tabloids is lying. I mean, they are tabloids. Were they in a relationship? The, Has he ever said that was his? Girlfriend? He never said that. The tabloid. Uh, nah, there was there was a time where they broke up. Yeah, and they got back together. And they got back together, and he put up a post, right, saying something about. I read her. an article today, and we are because you know, I was on some research shit today. I read an article. Article was in We the People, that magazine, and that magazine basically said that they officially. They unofficially got together in 2007, but they officially said it was official 2012. That's what that article They said, said. that. They said. I've never heard Diddy refer to Cassie as his girlfriend. I've never heard him say that, but I'm just like, I mean, if they went nah, to the, I've seen a fa- if I've they seen went to the magazine post. and said this, then I don't know. After there was like this three-month break that supposedly happened between right. them, 
And then he put up a post when they got, when they reconciled the differences and got back together. What does this mean though? Like there's a deeper conversation. You with somebody for 10, 11 years, y'all don't get married. What does that say? I mean, I, I don't, don't think, think Diddy intended to be that way. I don't think Diddy ever intended to marry her. No. That's, that's, that's fucked up for a woman's point of view. First of all, they've been together 11 years. And in the course of that time, Diddy had three kids. So what are we talking about? With the same woman he had the first child with. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. So what are we talking about? Come on. Oh, I also... You're I, right. You put that, nah, I mean, let's keep it a buck. Damn, Cassie, I, what were you doing? I, 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 yo, her I don't want to... Like, I don't want to call it... You so crazy. I don't want to call it... I don't want to put that title on it with the whole Me Too situation, but that was definitely a un. I don't want to say the other word, so I'm gonna say it was an unhealthy relationship. That was not no healthy. You could read it off. There was someone was getting taken advantage of. What whether whether it was for their naivete or yeah, whether it was for their money. We gonna have to leave this topic. I ain't gonna say much about oh, it because yeah. I don't wanna go I, I, I think we, go, look, so. we were looking to it more deeper than yeah, it really is. I'm At the end of the day, alone. that was just this little play yeah. thing. She was having fun, they <laughs> oh were having fun. Y'all gotta hang around some old school niggas because y'all, y'all I, I'm know. not disagreeing. These these old school niggas be doing the real shit, my nigga. Like they have girls like that. Right. They'll be having girls string along for 20 years. It's evident that that's what that was. Now, granted, I think the only issue is whether she believed it was going somewhere versus what was being told to her. I think Cassie believed it was going somewhere. I don't think she did. I think she just knew she had to play her role. <laughs> I think in the beginning, she was just playing right. her role. Maybe at that. Maybe in the last few years, he settled down and made her a bit more exclusive. However, if he's never given her that notion like, yo, we about to get married or... It's going to be more than what it really is. She was just playing her own until she lost her usefulness. I'm still stuck on the kids being born while niggas are still together. Which real woman, not Cassie level, is going to deal with that? The average There's a lot of women who deal with that, bro. That's wild. I mean, I think at the end of the day, though, they were never consistent. It wasn't like through that 10 years, they were just always together. It was just, that's his playgirl. They link up. They just have a really good bond. I think that they they get along with each other well. I don't even know if it's that. I really feel like he found a little young thing that he could manipulate to some extent. Not 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 to say that the nigga's a, a evil nigga, a grimy nigga, but this is what a lot of older people do if they find a young girl. You just simply know. Imagine she's a model. She's 18. This nigga's one of the biggest niggas in music. And he's like, yo, I'm gonna take you here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend yes. this amount of money. It was, That's it's it. just fun, bro. Like, I feel like we, we're looking at it because we're expecting it to be a relationship. But talking with a lot of these older men. They'd be like, yo, like, that's my little young thing right there. She knows she playing her role. She doing what she got to do. When it's time to move on, it's time to move on. Maybe in the last few years, more deeper, a more deeper relationship was formed. I just think you don't do that for eleven years. That, nah, that's where it gets crazy. I've, in the I've, words. I've seen, of nah, Cassie. There's, there's women out there. No, I'm not saying that it doesn't them. happen. I'm saying as them. Diddy, you don't keep this girl in the limelight that's as too, the only girl you're stepping out with for 11 long. years. I think True. that's that's you're playing a you're playing with fire at that particular Diddy, point. Diddy you violated. Time. You could you're you're setting yourself up to get scorned because if she 
if if Cassie wanted to, I'm sure Cassie could be on some fuck girl shit and I'm pretty sure some she wild could. stuff. But at the same time, I think it's one of those situations where it's only going to hurt her because he's also done so much for her. Because we don't know what he obviously he's done a lot. Obviously, for her. he's we done can't, a lot for her. We just we don't can't know. we cannot right. discredit the fact that. Diddy has Although I am thinking now this is a perfect opposite. I think he's did a lot right. but also at the same time not allow she should be way bigger than what she is. She should. Cassie's good for the rest of her life. She I'm probably sure she is. is. She is. Cassie's but good for the rest of her life. She still should be bigger than what she is. Um, if she wanted to be bigger than uh, if she whether it was a big, big model whether I mean the music obviously she only had those two three But you songs. got a long way to go Cassie. But you got a long way to go. Even if it was modeling <laughs> you with Diddy, you or you've at least been associated as being Diddy's girl for over eleven years. I don't think she has a talent. Her nah. first album was written by Ryan Leslie. The that, entire album. That's I fine. I mean, that. Rihanna don't write. Still, there should be. She should be bigger than what she is. All um, we know her is is Diddy's girlfriend. I think she was comfortable with that. Dun, 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 I don't think so because she did try to do that movie. That movie mm. just wasn't that great. True. But you got um, a long way to So go. I'm just saying, I just feel like a lot of her attention was either on her end, just sucked into him, or he was demanding a lot out of her. I really feel like- That's a big part of it. I really I feel like that. we're going to hear some Me Too shit. I, I just hate to I go here. It. That girl is good for the rest I of her life. I feel like we're going to hear Diddy was controlling. I feel like we're going to hear Diddy was possibly quite possessive. She's not going to say nothing. She's not gonna say nothing. It's, we I don't. We don't know if she does. If she does come Bill, out, Bill and do Cosby some thought shit like chicks that, wasn't gonna say nothing either. Bill Cosby said, honestly, in son, if she does come out and do some dumb shit like that, to me personally, right, that would just be her playing into a plot of trying to get more bread. Because at the end of the day, if you were with the nigga for eleven years, no matter what circumstances, we are in an era where she can get away with that. And she can. You feel well, me? It's not getting away with it. If it's it not actually even getting happened. away. But at the same, you you know what I meant by that. So I feel like if if it does come down to that and it does come down to a point where she comes out and be on some Me Too stuff, then it's kind of, it's borderline manipulative, being manipulative. So people are going to feed into it though because it. people are going to, it's expected because people are going to run with the tagline 11 years. What really happened? What if Cassie's writing a book? What if this propels her to write a book now? What if she comes out with a movie? I think or, it would all depend on what's happening. I, you know, to me, it's a possibility, man. To me, I feel like my my take on how that relationship has been put out there, it seems like there was some controlling elements to For it. For sure. I don't, I don't Why doesn't that. Cassie have a baby by now by Diddy? Why isn't Cassie married? Why haven't we heard them doing- Because it was never meant to be but that I'm way. Saying though, to he be, never wanted that. Right, but it's- He it's, had all the power in that relationship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was his play thing, bro. It's okay. not that. It's not that complicated. Yeah, it, to to me, it's not that complicated. But I'm just like, damn. If I was a woman, to hear another man say on a podcast that was his play thing, I'll be like, yo, that's that's crazy. I'm not trying to disrespect. No, I'm just I, speaking, I, no, I know. But I'm, I'm saying we got women listening to this shit right now. Like, damn, like play thing. Damn. What you want me to say, side girl? I mean, the side piece. Ain't like, no other way to really pretty it up. I mean, other way to pretty up. Like if, that, if that's the role she was playing, that's the role she was playing. We don't even know what role she was playing. If she was playing, she seemed pretty serious to me. I mean, eleven years—that's a long. Well, that—that's my take on it. It's I don't know time, if. Son. Honestly, bro, that's a long time. So it's two ways you could look at it. It's it's either it is what it is. If she understood that he wasn't serious about her, or it's fucked up. If all this time, 
he was stringing her on to believe that something was going to happen and it it doesn't and know exactly what you're getting into if like, it happened that way it could also have been like yo fuck you we broken up and then all right got got shorty pregnant <laughs> then if for whatever reason they reconciled that mm. and she decided that that didn't bother her it could be those situations damn that's a fact. I hope so. Maybe, maybe it I, is. I really hope. I it's mean, it's been eleven years. I hope is that there could be those those gaps because, as you said, <clears throat> there were particular well, there were particular gaps in their relationship. For sure, there were. There were times where you would see Cassie with him, then there were times where you wouldn't see Cassie with him. Right. And no one knew what was cooking, and then there were evident breakups, and then there were times where it just was like I don't know what's happening over there, but I just feel like. In the midst of her, him and her, in the beginning at least, he had all the power in that in that situation. Well, up until the end, up until, up until the end, he always had the power of. Him. I mean, he's the one with the bread, so you know she she know what reason she stayed with him. And that, know, that's, and that's the, that's the point. next point. You like you can't. None of us really would know at the end of the day. A nigga like that could be like, "Yo, leave if you want to leave," and she has to make her mind up if that's what she want to do. If he was a controlling person and he was that. You know, Dom, which you know, most most older men are possessive. You know, it is one of those type of situations where it kind of goes along, but we don't know. Well, the problem I have, or not even the problem, the the piece that becomes a little bit more concerning is. So I don't know how old Cassie is now. I think Cassie's the same age as us. Okay, so she's thirty. My man now is being cited with a twenty six year old. So it's like. You took a younger girl and went and messed with a younger girl? Yeah, and you getting older. You ain't getting younger. Well, yeah, we touching Me Too with Diddy right now. <laughs> well, that ass. Diddy, I don't think it's a Me Too, Diddy's bro. making it easier to be a target for that, though. Uh, facts. I mean, I just think, you know. I would say, I would say that Diddy is putting himself in a position where. He, he don't want to be in this position. It could seem predatory in the women that he is choosing to to deal with. And is at least getting caught. And we're making being... the clear assumption that Diddy's the reason why they broke up. I think huh? Diddy. I think Diddy's the reason why they broke up. Because we don't know if Cassie X was just Diddy is the reason why. X just said uh, Diddy was the powerful one in a relationship, which we all know that. Apparently, Cassie broke up with Diddy in this particular situation. Right. Cassie which means Diddy. Okay. Diddy did something or didn't probably, do something. Probably. And she was like, they probably had a, a conversation oh, about yeah, marriage. They had a conversation about that, marriage. And Diddy, like, and Diddy probably said what you just I'm said. Not doing yeah. that with you, Diddy probably said what you just said. And and this probably wasn't their first marriage right. conversation. And this goes back to Fabulous because Fab is now what married with Emily. That was a well. Bitch. That's the rumor. That was, if I don't that, know if it got confirmed. If that's true, that's a bitch move. Which means Diddy possibly dodged the bullet, but. This is not going to sit well. I mean, it, it might have been that, uh, you know, in the last few years, Cassie was just like, yo, I'm tired of playing these games. Right. Let's get serious. What's and Diddy up? was just like, look, let's see how it goes. We could be serious. And she was like, it's been five years. So what's up? Like, I'm ready to settle down. Well, he that's my thing. I don't right. think Diddy ever had intentions of being serious with her. I don't think so. But to keep her around. But to keep her around the conversation. Because you're giving her the impression the that you want to be serious All I'm seeing... All I'm really seeing, me being just somebody on Instagram going to their page, all I'm seeing is bitches hopping in and out of whips, 
bitches taking selfies in bathrooms, bitches taking selfies on yachts, bitches taking just mad selfies and memories that really and truly for a span of being with somebody for 11 years don't mean shit. All right, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. This is this is my like, this is my what the fuck we doing all of this shit for? After thinking it through for the past few minutes, this is what I think happened. After he had those last the last twins he had, right? The girls. Cassie probably wanted to leave, and he told her, "Look, I I'm fucked up. Fuck shit. I'm I'm done with that shit. I only want to be with you. Let's just get serious." And that's when I think if you pay back at the t- attention to that's the timeline, when you started to see that's them. when you started to see him put her more as the shining light. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And I think at this point, she was just like, okay, it's been about five years, with been six years. What are we doing now? Because, you know, I'm ready to settle down. And Diddy probably was just like, look, I'm not trying to get married. I know what I told you. We could still be gone for whatever. Yeah, I'm, you're but still I don't my girl. Be you're still my girl. I don't want to get married. It's not good enough. I'm not trying to get married. I'm not trying to get... And in his mind, it's like, I'm not trying to get married with you, potentially because if we break up, you're taking my assets. And the oh, next yeah, part facts. of it, too, she probably wants kids. And he's just like, I got enough kids. Yeah, Diddy got six fucking cows. Like, what it damn. seems like is anything that would commit Diddy's money to Cassidy, uh, Ca- Cassidy, Cassie. for to Cassie, he doesn't want to do. If I get married to you and we, pr- and we break up, you get half my assets. If I have That's a, what I'm going to make in the future. If I have a, a, a child with you... Now I'm obligated to give you money for this child. It seemed like anything that would require him to give her money, he don't want to do. That that's what I'm saying. That's mean he she she's lost his her usefulness. She yeah, she was never she was never something that he wanted to be hundred percent serious with. Which is, I mean, that's that happens, man. It definitely does happen. It, yeah, it's a little it's little on the eh side, but but it's realistic. Is it's and it happens every day, man. A lot of girls get scooped in, and dudes too. They when they use when they when you lose your usefulness to the person, or that person shows you that they're not willing to take you more serious than you want to be, then that becomes a problem. That's and you, you just gotta, gotta make live your own decision. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, if it is that situation, I'm glad that she made the decision yeah. that was best for her. Yeah, right. She's and a beautiful if, woman. And if Diddy smashes my that's 26. Young. And I still feel like... You got to rethink about I, the women. I still feel like she was giving all her energy to... I think she's going to blow up after this. Hopefully. Like, I don't think it's detrimental to her to not be with Diddy anymore. I don't, and I think if she's smart, and I'm hoping she was a smart woman, she's learned. And she saved some money. And she saved some money. <laughs> She's learned the business tactics. She's built those contacts up, and she's right. saved a little bit of change. She's been to enough industry parties. She's learned the lingo. She knows not to do a movie with Terrence again. Yeah, <laughs> and she knows that at this point now, if she's, I think, I think she does. For her to make that decision to leave, that's mean she's like, I could do this on my own. She, she's, she's gained whatever confidence she needs. Yeah, right. Right. She probably has been gaining that confidence for a while. Yeah, after I'm telling you, you mean you're on the same after that last situation, mm-hmm. and and you start to see them see him put her up more and more. She this probably told him like, "Yo, if we're not gonna do this, we're not gonna do this." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Damn, yo, we're gonna do this." Mm-hmm. And he got caught slipping, and she was like, "I'm good." He just should have said, "I'm a man with pride. You don't do shit like that. You don't pack I up mean, and leave me to be sick also, like that." Did he- also uniquely well, in fucking the mother girl. He's just like, I was gonna get right back. I'm, 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 I could do whatever. <laughs> like, she's not. 
in his mind, he's probably just like, all right, I could get another one of you. Yeah, he's he's like, he's Diddy. You're not stopping my gravy train. Yeah, the D, that's fact. The I, the D, Me the losing D, you is not going to stop D, this check coming I, in. Yeah, I'm good. Diddy. I'm good. It don't matter. P Diddy, that's Whoa. just crazy. That's the life, bro. It's life. <laughs> So BT Hip Hop Awards happened. Didn't Nobody see it. it. Didn't Ain't nobody watch that shit. It looked like it was next trash. Next question. Yeah, next. <laughs> Are these joints even relevant anymore? I feel. I, I feel like I, I haven't watched any award show. I, I missed them all. Watched, I, I, bro, no. you told me the the V8 the MTV joint came out on them. I ain't even. I ain't still I ain't watched that shit either. I still have. I don't even have cable anymore. To be yeah, honest, so, I don't right. even care. Yeah, next. All right. We just wasted space on paper. I mean, they did. They did honor Little Wayne. So, uh, what did they give him? The I am Hip Hop Award. Is that a new award? I, I don't know what that it is. That sounds like it's a new made-up award. I did see some because I was at the re- the premiere party and they okay. were playing the hip hop. I did see some of it. I don't know, man. It's just I don't know if it's maybe past my realm of like being excited about it's, shit like it's that. The sign of the times. Or if these award shows aren't hitting anymore, but I feel like a lot of people kind of don't even look forward to it. And then this year they did all the changes where they're doing them on Tuesdays. I mean, the hip hop awards have always been on Tuesday, but all the other ones now Monday, Tuesday, yeah, all like, this. It's not Sunday. Keep anymore. it back on Sunday for the family. Remember family time? Nah, right there's too much competition on Sundays now. Too much other problems. Oh yeah, there is a lot of shows happening. that happen on Sundays. And, so don't and do nobody is really into the war shows. Right. How many times we gonna see these niggas line up, take pictures in crazy dresses? The only award show I would actually still watch for is the actors. Grammys. Yeah, gr- yeah, yeah, Grammys. I and watch shit the like Grammys that. and the Oscars. And yeah, there it. we go. Now we talking classy shit. Suit up, suit up, and yeah, that's Even now, how many times niggas gonna watch that? I'm gonna watch they, that. They look, they look good on the red carpet. They sit down. Who's gonna win what? And especially when I feel like the awards now becoming. A popularity contest it's starting more, to, yeah. more than it is like, nah, this project was better than this project. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, cause they they have one what I was saying, the best hip hop award, and it was like the Carters, it was Scorpion, it was uh, Invasion of Privacy with Cardi B, and I think it was one more um project on that. And out of those projects, I would have to say Scorpion at the very least, Invasion of Privacy. Would do better than the Carters, but they gave it to the Carters, and that that was it's not a bigger project. They gave it to the Carters because we was all waiting for that. I was waiting. Nobody was waiting for that. I was bro. waiting for a Jay Z and Beyonce album since of, bro, since like 2014, bro. I don't think I, I don't think it was something that niggas wanted right now. I think the game wanted that, bro. The game, the game, and it like, still wasn't the, better than Invasion of Privacy to me. Mm. That was Cardi B's first album. On a playback, on a on a content level, and and mind you, Cardi B had some struggle bars, but right. she came I, through dripping. I don't. I personally, I didn't care for the Carters. That's just me personally. It wasn't I like the Carters. It, was it, cool. it didn't live up to the hype. I wanted it to live up to. My wife loves it. You don't go crazy don't, when you hear Ape Shit. Nah. Wow. Ape Shit is about the only commercial track on it. Everything else is like to me is like okay. I the like, album is called Everything Is Love. I like I like the song. I like it like that from Cardi more than I like Ape Shit. Mm. I like I it like that like place like every that. fucking where. I love that song. Cardi's bro. having another and great year. For me, year. Scorpion kills both of them. She's having a great year. And and that's not Drake's best album, but it kills both of them to me personally. I don't even care for Scorpion that much either. I but it. I would listen to Scorpion over over Invasion over the, oh, and the Carters. I would listen to Invasion over Scorpion personally, just because I like the mood of the project. Mm-hmm. I like Scorpion too, but it's not an everyday listen for me personally. Right. 
So you're going back to take care for everyday lesson. Go take back. care? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Nothing um, was the same? Not, yeah, nothing was the same. Okay. It was probably my bet, my favorite. Don't so just about Drake to say the album. first album. No, no, no. My favorite Drake album was the third album, which was nothing was the same. Nothing was nothing the same. Was the same. Yeah. That's my favorite Drake album, and I still wouldn't listen to that on an everyday basis. I'm not a, I'm not a Drake listen. Like I don't mind hearing this project, but that's not. I want to hear something right now. I'm going to play this Drake album. Oh yeah, I will. That's not me. Personally. I'm gonna just go straight to worst behavior. When we think about Honcho. Honcho. Um, Didn't hear the album. I heard. I listened to it. I was on my research shit today. Listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. Tracks that stick out to me is the track that, hmm. um, I don't know if it's him and Amigos. It's, it was a track that it was just going back and forth. I don't know if it was on a hook or the ad lib, but it was like speaking about the repetitive flow, that shit. I, I don't remember the name of the shit because I listened to it straight through on YouTube. Uh, the record about Nikki is really wild. Um, still don't know if that's true or not, but goddamn. I mean, at the end of it, he goes, it's all fun and games, right? So I don't the know what. Quavo. He's saying he, he smashed nigga? Yeah, yeah, all types bro. of wild stuff. Saying he yeah. gave her the Chanel bags that she be putting all over Instagram. Put $5 on the fucking table when, they was, when he was in a hotel for like a little tip. And shit. I'm like, this nigga, I don't yeah, know. He was, he was yeah, he was going in on that. Going in on that record. <laughs> he was going in. That's crazy. Yeah. He got he has one conscious rack record on there. Right. Called Fuck Twelve. Right, Fuck Twelve. Him and offset. What does Fuck Twelve mean? Because I get that what they're they're saying, you know, I love that they have Malcolm X in the background talking about who told you how to hate your skin, who told you to kill one another, who taught you not to love yourself. Oh, that's cool. But what what is fuck twelve or what is police? They call police at twelve. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the literal sense of it is yeah, fuck the police. But oh, okay, I think the record itself is kind of saying, um, you know, the society is against you, and you mm. shouldn't believe in the things that society tells you you are. But it's just, it's a really weird. It's really weird to hear conscious migos right. rap like, like that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it still has that TikTok flow. But and the only the only reason it, be, it even gets the more conscious element of it is because Offset comes on and he's actually rapping. But I don't know. There's a lot of weird records on there, like the Big Brother track. I'm like, why the fuck is this on here? I don't remember that. Right. He's a track where he's talking about being like the Big Brother, or I guess it's supposed to be like mentoring a little a younger person. And then at the end of it, he gets a call and he's like, "Yo, they took my chain. They took my chain." And then Quavo like, "Don't worry." We gonna help you get it back, and I'm just like, this is a weird record to me for he an album. Who, son. Can we talk about the album right cover? Album cover is trash album too. Album cover is a little interesting to me. It's, album, cover? album cover is Quavo's face, but the way that his face is it's like mountains it's and like bats. Mountains. His nose is like a a, a fucking bird. Um, the, like yeah, it's it's his his artwork is like you look at the forest. And there he is. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's about. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming there's a deeper yeah, context it's be a to deeper it. Deeper context. Say wild or something. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, but I don't know what it's about. It's weird. It's weird to me. It doesn't. It's the album was to me. I would. It's between a six and a seven <laughs> out of ten for me because just off the strength. I know what this art cover is about. It's his. It's his first record. You know. It's. You know, it's his first solo project in terms of him, you know. 
What's I just crazy feel like, about it is that a few years ago they definitely said they were going to do per, single projects, but I, I just feel like if you go solo, oh, wasn't. if you go solo, you do a solo project. It should sound uniquely different from what you do as a group. That's what I thought it was going to sound like. I thought it was going to sound different. Like whether okay. it's your beat selection, how you flow, how your creative vision is, but this just felt felt like an extension of Amigos. Amigos, right? Like, it's funny because the working me, the working me song is a, is a, is a little bit different from a normal. Trap but it's still record. that that same Migos flow. True. That's like I like the working me song. I think it's probably one of my favorite records from that this project. But it's like it's still all like after a while, it bothers my ear. Like I'm listening to the project. I'm like, I gotta chop this up. I can't listen to this straight through because it's all the same auto tune rap with the same. <laughs> Trap beat and maybe a little spice here with a a, a feature or a little spice there with a feature. And yeah. I was excited because the features are dope looking. Kid Cuddy, like a Quavo Kid Cuddy track sounds fire to me. But it just seems like, and then a Madonna Cardi B track, that's like, okay, that's different. And then he got, of course, Drake on there. Right, definitely heard the record with Drake. But it all sounds like what I've heard from those collaborations. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like that record. I was like, like Drake, why you said yes? That's what I'm saying. I was like, yo, why? Nigga, no. Why did you you say you'd be on that? After you you did that shit with Travis Scott? Right. That shit fire. Right. Nigga, you got to do that record, not this one. And then you go on this one. Yeah, it's, it's I didn't like that corny. record. It was, like it. it was trash. I was like, all right, Drake, don't do that again. Yeah, Hancho's about a five or six for me. Yes. I ain't here yet. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I will. I'm your man's going to Wyoming, and you didn't get there yet. Don't listen to the project. It's not worth <laughs> it. All right? It's not worth it. Orange is the New Black is, is being canceled after season seven. You called it. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> you called it. Nigga, you got to see the signs, bro. <laughs> I, I watch Orange is the New Black. That's kind of wild. Bro, me and Kelia, shout out to Kelia, we used to watch that fucking show religiously. Nigga, after last season? Not even a season, because I didn't see this season yeah, yet. You didn't see season six yet. Was that the last season from last year or the, the one that the one happened came this, this summer? Did, no, I didn't watch season. You didn't watch that season six After yet. season five, I was like, it's the end. First of all, yeah, the, season six was a little bit draggy. Right. The way how season, first of all, when they first said, as some of you guys know, I'm an actor, you know, I'm a movie nigga, so I be analyzing shit too much. But when they said we're gonna film the whole season five in three days, I said something's off. Yeah, that don't. It's no right. fucking way, bro. They filmed three days, nigga. Watching the playbacks from the people that do power, Atari was like, "Yo, we have days where we work between twelve to sixteen hours a day, but we ain't never do no shit in fucking three, four days, nigga." I was like. Either the budget, something happened with the budget. That's number one. Because X and I know people that were on Orange is New Black. That would be a we know, wild budget cut, though. We know a few poets who are on Orange is New Black. I ain't going to say no names, but shout out to y'all. Them niggas was working at $50,000. Right. So what I'm saying is the budget, was, the budget was either cut or they realized that they got to a point in the, the, the creative Uh-oh. process where they were like, we don't know where the fuck to go. The whole season three was filmed in three days? No, the last season, season five. Season five was, was yeah, bro. I read that in an article, days? and then they confirmed it when they were doing the rollout last year. Three days, bro. And I was like, yo, y'all shot thirteen episodes in three fucking days, which means everybody had to be off book like that whole summer. 
Cause they shot that shit in the summer, which everybody was off book like the beginning of, Je- of June. Yeah, Probably so, got the script in like April and was like, "Yo, you got three months." Unless there was some creative idea of we got some shoot dumb this Kanye straight. shit. Let's let's put an album <laughs> out with all sevens on it. <laughs> yeah, nigga, this shit not gonna work. How's that even possible? For uh-huh. That's a, that that has to be a continuous film. That's unless what I'm saying. Were multiple, unless they were filming, if they was going multiple. for that feel. If they're filming multiple scenes at the same that's time. That's what I think they did. Different locations. That's what I think they every, did. Which I then goes back, back to it, the budget. The budget would have to be fucked up. The budget was fucked up, son. That budget was fucked up. the camera budget. Someone booked all the camera niggas for those three days. <laughs> so season seven is taping when? Next year. Yeah, because it, it comes out. Um, normally that rolls out between June and Yeah, August. it's the summertime because so that is, show's always This yeah. is what this information tells me. Wow. This information that's coming out wow. like this tells me that they're feeling out if people want more than a season seven, if there's outrage that is ending season seven, there will be a season six eight. Was a little wacky though. Okay, I think I think so. You saw the whole season already. Season seven. Okay, I think they know people are ready for it to end, so they put this information out Netflix? there. I'm, I'm gonna sign them tonight. So you could get Netflix for I think I have the the eleven ninety nine one. But I got I got it on my PS four. How much is that gonna be? I'm gonna just order it right through the Either PS4. seven or eleven. Seven. It's, you get the seven ninety nine one. I think it's seven ninety nine. Great. I'm gonna get that shit tonight and try yeah. to catch up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, wow, it's, it's decent. You can get it for free. You can get the, like the first. I think the first week for free. So you might let, be able to just do that. Let, 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 let. I so yeah. So going back to so I think that Orange is the New Black. Ending lets me know something else as well that as good as you think a show is, and as good as the act, because the acting on this to me phenomenal. It is. I love. I, I love how the storyline opened up with the first season all the way straight through in terms of what women go through in these situations, and it also had me like doing research on like, damn, like women when they end up in prison like there's a lot of shit that we say happens to men but we never really talk about the shit that happens to women like all the shit that's stripped from them you know even when they're you know getting uh getting fucked by the guards in there like all that type of crazy rate like yo that shit crazy in there i'm also at a point too where yeah you're right right yeah it's It's wild it's one of those situations where you gotta know when it's time to stop drawing all the show yeah, certain shows can go on for a long time because the possibilities are endless. But whenever you have a storyline, a strict storyline, right. there's only but so far Listen, you can push a storyline. Right. My thing is, you right for these writers. I think it's always best to just write for five seasons. Yeah, and if within those five years, not you, power though, power you come up, no power too. Power's power, got power got no, power got two seasons left. Yeah, power got two seasons left. Power power was almost done after last season. If they didn't kill Raina, that wasn't like. They would have the craziest. They if we if you watch those episodes again, it wasn't season the most three was interta- the best season. It wasn't the to me. It wasn't the most entertaining. <sighs> I think me, I think the the concept of Ghost being in prison was very exciting. But very. I think by the time we got <coughs> to episode four, when you knew he was about to get out and all of that, they didn't know how to really tie that story together for a good while. And then when Raina died, that's what kind of really made it. That was that, that was a blow to the heart. And even season this, we're going on what season six this next season. Yeah, season for season six, yeah, right? season six now. Let's Honestly, go. Honestly, it's gonna be a drag because dead. you're going back to the original storyline of Ghost and Tommy having beef. You didn't cycle through it completely, and then you're going right back to the original focal point of Ghost and Tommy having beef now. 
like real beef. Like that happened in like season two when they right. really had beef and then they found a way to mend it. Yeah. Oh, now they're going to find a way to mend it because remember in the very first season, we still don't know what that girl's going to do that actually saw her boyfriend get yeah, killed. Yeah, but it's like we don't how, know how, when you have a storyline, you can't, you got to, as, as writers, now they're they plucking for the stars because you're trying to figure out how to well, keep the storyline Well, the thing is, I feel like they're painting themselves into a corner now. Mm. There's only so many times you could put Ghost in jail. There's only so many times you can kill a pivotal character right. before it just becomes a drama. Yeah. And then people start to just feel like they watch an empire, right? Which Yo, they don't want to be compared to. Empire, I've been stopped watching Nobody empire. watches that shit, I don't bro. watch that shit. I I'm stopped like, watching since season Empire's three. up to what, season 14 or some weird? Nah, you wildin' nigga. <laughs> season five, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he said 14. Empire just fell this nigga off. Said season 14. You wild, bro. <laughs> like... You know, no, nah, but you, this the reason why certain shows like soaps, like soap operas and stuff like that, go mm-hmm. on for so many times because every six to seven seasons it recycles itself. Yeah, they bring on new characters they bring on new ca- and just refresh it all over again. Yeah. The storyline, right. days real- of our lives, is the oldest shit on fucking TV. I mean, but, but look at it. You bring up a good point. The problem with Empire is for that one season they did every they fucking did too much. thing they did yeah too much. it was niggas died niggas got niggas got money niggas, <laughs> like, i'm gonna give you a great example of one of those type like um tiff is watching um one life to i'm one life to now once 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 upon a time some I don't shit watch with like disney like yeah, yeah, once upon a time i don't watch and that shit. honestly when you have shows like that where it's, it, the the catalog could go so far and you could bring in new people to bring in a new spin every time. Then a storyline could go on for eight to ten seasons. Right. Or, you know, you got shows that have 20 seasons like 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 Law and Order where there's so that's much never possibilities gonna that's never gonna for you to spin about, every the episode. The thing about Law and Order, yeah. though, is that's just good writing. And they're bringing in... They have, they have a, 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 a line and they plop in good writers that give you... And then the fact that sex crimes in itself is this alluring thing that none of us really know too much about, mm. but we know enough to not want to see it happen. You could definitely What's go on forever. Almost infinite pos- possibilities. You could you could plot so you could plot right. a different theory. And all it, the time. it almost ended a couple times too. Put that out there too. True. True. That's definitely a fact. So when I when I see and hear shit like that, shit, we should all be learning from it. It's important that we learn. How to continue to find okay. new ways to keep people fed. Like I was talking to some people yesterday, like, yo, listen, like, yeah, it may sound like it's easy, but nigga, doing a podcast is not as easy as it thinks. Nigga, this is fucking content every yeah, but fucking even, even with the podcast, as long as you're great at articulating yourself, as right. long as niggas keep doing dumb shit and you could articulate it well enough to be entertaining. Right. You could always have some yeah, contest like, can cop. Podcast can, can go as long as radio yeah. can go. And right. niggas be on radio for 20 years before they give their seat up. Facts. Facts. Somebody got to die on one of them stations. Come on. Roll over. Let's go. I mean, this is talking about everyday life. There's always going to be shit to talk <laughs> you about, You know what bro. I mean? Like, why nobody ain't giving the spots up yet, man? Y'all ain't got the keys to the throne. But podcasts are not easy. They're not at all. Of course not. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm glad the shit is... <laughs> From I didn't even watch it, but I'm glad from what you said, cause it like, even like, and I hate to say it, but the Flash, like that shit has went down the drain. In I haven't even started watching two seasons. That. Two seasons is trash. Wait, I have a part a qu- of it is having good writers too. Right, big part of it. I have a question now. What do we predict for other shows that we kind of like? What does this say about 
Luke Cage? What does this say about Jessica Jones? What does this say about shows Luke, that's on Netflix? So like, Luke Cage, in my opinion, regenerated itself or rejuvenated itself. After this season, which with, I still didn't see yet. Yes, with the ending. Theo, don't kill me. I'm sorry. With the ending <laughs> of this season. Okay, then, okay. What they decided to do with the ending just opens up a door where they have to have another season. Yeah. Okay. Because season two to me was trash. Okay, but it's how they ended it. How they ended it brings the whole thing to make you want to watch a season three. What exactly is making season two trash? Because I have to say, is it the acting? Is it how they're acting? Is it inflections? Is it dialect? Is it like, what are they doing? Uh, that's dialect like, is a big portion okay. of it. Dialect is definitely a big okay, portion so di- of it. Okay, so that's one. What else? Um, and the storyline is just very disconnected, disjointed. So the storyline is not like season one where we were all just cuffed in that bitch like, yo, the this, story, this Luke Cage. So the storyline in season one was disconnected too, but we had a good solid story up until what, episode five before Cottonmouth died? Oh yeah, Cottonmouth was keeping four, that together. Four or five. He was definitely keeping the that story together. storyline up until then was seamless. There was no issues with it. Right. When they decided to bring, bring, in, bring in Diamond back, that's when shit got stupid. Diamondback threw me off because there was no reason to bring him in. I was like, he but bring you needed. Him? Yeah, Cottonmouth wasn't a wasn't a realistic foe. I think Diamondback would need nah, to be. Nah, Cottonmouth a, was if cotton you think mouth. about it in terms of Superman versus Lex Luthor. Facts. Oh, okay. No powers, but nigga. But I'm I really, fucking your shit up. Right. I really run shit though. This and, my city. And even if they were to have Cottonmouth invest in Diamondback, that would have made the storyline a little bit more seem like where it's like. I can invest you getting this suit to get your revenge because I don't like this nigga. Right. So we could both get him the fuck up out of here. That would have been a more compelling storyline to me. Right. But to just kill the nigga out of the blue, like nobody was that. shocked that and he died. Aunt, it's, it's cousin. It's cousin. Yeah. Killed him. And then out of the blue, here comes Diamondback. Like, right. I was just that like, was this is weird. Disjointed. Now, for me, that disjointedness in season one. Was the entire season two right? It was so, just a whole bunch of shit just coming out of left field. Like, so you're saying the writers on Marvel got to step they shit up? Is that, that's, the that's, writers they have for Luke Cage have to step they shit. Jessica, up. Okay. Jessica, Jessica Jones was was pretty tight in season okay. two. Yeah, it wasn't there was bad. that one episode that they just fucked up with the nigga who was moving fast and the nigga stopped and <laughs> did a sissy throw, bro. That shit had me in tears, my nigga. I had to rewind that shit like seven times. But honestly, Jessica Jones is great. I've never been a big fan of Iron Fist, but the storyline is pretty good. This Season nigga just takes better. That nigga is Dragon Ball Z with his fist. I just can't do yeah. it. <laughs> that shit. That nigga be trying to glow his fist for like six episodes, bro. I just can't. I can't do the naive naivete that they give him. Like he's not a smart hero, so or at least the way they portray him. So it's just in the beginning. I, I would say for that too, like the first four seat. First four episodes right. of Iron Fist season two was kind of like, okay, they stepped it up. They switched they, the story things up. was decent. But story. then when we got around episode, what was it, like maybe six or seven for right. me, I was kind of like, what are y'all niggas doing? And that was supposed to be the episodes where it was picking up, but I felt like there was too much going on. And then they were dumbing down Danny more and more, I guess, because they wanted to put Colleen in the forefront. Right. But it was like, it's called Iron Fist, not... Do the spinoff with Colleen and Afterwards. the other chick and have them have their own show. Like, uh, I think the best season two so far is Jessica by far. Jessica one is the best season two, at least for me, where the storyline, action, it was just a great smooth watch. For me, it would be Daredevil. 
But Daredevil, Daredevil, Daredevil hasn't hasn't like messed up for me yet. They have the writing has been impeccable for Daredevil. I think the only thing that gives that competition is probably a little bit better was Punisher. Punisher was stupid. That joint was fire. We really liked Punisher. What happened with that? It's coming back. It's season two. Season one. They take about a year and a half to reboot. Okay. So. What does this mean though for writers and like creatives listening? Do we have any words in coming? Like, yo, if you're gonna write some shit, uh, you gotta you gotta write the first season like you're writing the first five. You gotta set it up. I think a lot of times some niggas is writing just, for the first season. That's some it. Some people just write that pilot. That's it. See where it goes. Like, yeah, all right, cool. We got I'm, ten episodes. Let's rock. I mean, listen, if if you get sanctioned and it's like, hey, you got this one episode to see what you're working with. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what you're running with, you know. And then and then you don't have a storyline. I mean, some people have been working on their stories for years, so they already know if that pilot get picked up, it is what it is. True. And then there's others who was just True. like, oh, the pilot got picked like, up. Like that guy where I didn't know he had the interview. The guy that did the Black Klansman. That nigga said he he wrote he wrote the book of that ten years ago. I said ten years. He said this is ten years in the making. He said so for us to get to the level that we did. And from what I've read, and I didn't see the movie yet. From what I've read, the movie did very well. He's like, yeah. A lot of people said the movie was really good. He's like, he's like, we're working on part two, but it has nothing to do with that. It's just an evolution of some of the characters. I'm like, okay. So he, he, to me, he kind of felt, and the, 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 the people that helped him out with that was Jordan Peele, jumped on the bandwagon of Spike Lee, which I was like, great. You got two great I mean, co-signs. To me, to me, if you're going to do a show, and it's no different than like anime, where anime takes off, but the manga is 50, 50, you know, 50 cycles deep mm-hmm. because now that you're bringing the, 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 the writing to life, right? especially in these comic book situations, like there's a comic book. If you want to bring it to life. You got to bring it to life. Yeah. Like there's no reason why you should fuck up the writing. All you got to do is make it realistic. All you so, got to do is take the, the most pivotal points of the comic book. Make it realistic, right? And, and 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 tie it down because it's a movie or it's a TV show. You can't get everything. Get the pivotals. I just feel like Luke Cage lazy writing. Okay. Um, Iron Fist lazy writing. Okay. They're not the they, Flash. Lazy the Flash writing. Is acting. Super lazy writing. Okay. The, the acting. Well, Iris doesn't do the best job as the Flash. Um, as as Iris. Okay. Iris doesn't do the best job as Iris. Um, <laughs> but. The the writing is super lazy. Okay. It's super lazy. And you could always tell when a, a action show is getting lazy because then they start to try and fall back on comedy. Right. Like that's how you know that an action it's show trash. is, is falling, like, right, falling off. Because they'll do right. all the comedic episodes or they'll rely too much on collaborative episodes with other superheroes. Right. So Flash Flash is falling off. Marvel should have Marvel should have paid attention to what Ragnarok did. Ragnarok had the most fucking jokes ever. Now it's a funny ass Thor. But movie. Ragnarok was a reboot of the Thor series because the two before it, Thor one was okay, Thor two was trash. Thor right. two was horrible. So what they decided to do was follow the guidelines of Guardian in the Galaxy. I believe the same person right. who did it right. um, directed it. So it was hilarious. They did that on purpose. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's Marvel being smart. Marvel right. not playing. With the movies. Yeah, the movies, nah. They know what they're doing with Imagine the movies. Imagine trying to make a mosaic masterpiece out of cinematic art pieces. You don't want to fuck up not one of those puzzle pieces. They probably tight that Thor 2 was trash. It just so happens that the, the storyline is still compelling enough 
that it fits in the overall timeline that a nigga might watch Thor two again. Right. But the 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 movie itself is trash. Right. Compared to like Civil War, where a nigga could watch that thirty seven times and That's, still not. Honestly, yo. Ragnarok is probably the best Thor movie. Yeah, so no, it is. It is hell fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no. It's one of those things yeah. where you can watch it over and over and over and it doesn't get tired. It's like right. To me, the only next one of them that really did that, you know, all the Iron Mans are pretty good. Iron Man I don't like two. Iron Man three. Iron you don't like Man Iron two Man two three? was crack. I, I don't like remember what was Iron Man three. I don't remember who was the villain in that. Iron Man. That's she. Iron Man three. The problem I, that was another disjointed okay. storyline for me. They had um I forgot what the villain's name was called, but the one with the fake villain. That was the one with the fake villain yeah. where where they had the fake dude with the beard. Acting was, like he, he was, was a terrorist. He was a terrorist, but he really wasn't. It was the the dude who did that that he could turn they could turn hot. Yeah. That they overheat yeah. and they get really hot. And I forgot his name. Wait, they, it's watchable, but it's just to me, it's just like. Yeah, Iron Man 2 was yeah, to ran me, out of ideas. great because that's when they introduced War Machine. That's when Don Chilo entered. I was like, oh, this Iron movie. Man 2 was pretty weak to me, too, but it wasn't as weak as Iron Man 3. Okay. Iron Man. All of them are still rewatchable. They're all things. rewatchable. The first one is lit. Thor 2 I would First not one re-watch. is fire to me. Yeah. Out of the three of them, okay. the first one, because it's a. Dope storyline right. grounds you into the human element of it, right? And then you want to see him win. Iron Man Two was kind of like riding on the success of that, so they were kind of like, we could throw anything out here, right? You know, so like the villain was cool, but at the end of the day, it's like this nigga got whips, and you could shoot a blast at this nigga. I don't, I'm not seeing how this is a fight. So it's like, right. it's like, all right, cool. But you saw the evolution of Iron Man, definitely did. And then yeah. Iron Man Three to me. They just focused too much on the fact that he had post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't really see him. It, to me, I was like, what is this nigga doing? Where's action? Y'all just had Avengers where the nigga just went into space and blew some shit up, but he can't fight this nigga who's heating up? No, I don't get it, son. Right. So, like, but it, they're all watchable. Right. Are we looking forward to Aquaman? Definitely saw the preview. I was like, okay. Aquaman looks cool, but it looks I like, like that. I like that dude as Aquaman, too. He has a good build. He's he kind of look like an Aquaman. He's a great Aquaman. So He's a good actor. Unfortunately, when they have to reboot the series. And it's so crazy because if we remember, we all know where that nigga's from, right? Yeah, from Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones, which is crazy. Drago. <laughs> so to see his range, I'm interested to see as an actor. I want to see how far he can go. Nah, it's going to be goes. a good movie. But the, the, the universe is already fucked up. Yeah, so, universe is definitely fucked up. I don't know if they can continue to go um, with that, but the dude who plays Superman did put up a post that made it seem like he's still Superman. Really? So he got off of the deal. He got off of the bag. Somebody yeah, said, somebody "Shut the fuck up. up. <laughs> Take this hundred mil right now. Our movie's gonna do good with you in it. You gotta, you gotta be Superman." So, Real World is getting rebooted. We here for it? What? The Real uh, World? No. What the fuck? Yeah, Facebook is taking it over. Facebook? Oh nah, bro. <laughs> That only makes these Instagram. Bro, it's only, only going to get crazier, bro. Social media niggas think they're bigger than what they really are. It's I a did, good idea. We're going into some muddy waters I right just now. feel like with all the content that's already out, Nobody. Where, where people are like, like you can go on somebody's Instagram, Instagram live and, and see, see their, their real, real life. So I don't know if the it's not going to hit like it did in the 90s. Where the only way to see how other niggas was living was to tune in on MTV. On MTV and be like, oh, that's how they doing it right. in Cali? 
That was the whole premise of the show yeah. was they would put them in right. some random spot. The last yeah. real world nigga was called Jersey Shore, and we see how that ended. So we go. And that was giving you a taste of what the Jersey Shore was like. Facts. I yeah. know what the Jersey Shore is like now. Now right, I, I know. can go put it on IG. Maybe Jersey internationally will do great. However, in the US, Locally, I, don't, I know. don't think so. I, I think it's actually going to do well made just because of Facebook, but I don't think the content is compelling enough for this generation. I wouldn't watch it. In the 90s, that was some great content. It was, because it was interesting. Yeah. You, you, oh, this is how these white people are doing it? Oh, Lord. Seven niggas in a house. Doing and, wild shit. And they, and they all trying to get along. Sherry smashed Jonathan? But what? now you now yeah. now you got the real world competing with Love and Hip Hop. Oh, nah. Look. Niggas going to watch Love and Hip Hop Niggas going to watch Love and Hip Hop over there because we've left the real world. First of all, we left the real world. We left when BT had College Hill that was showcasing all of the historical black colleges. Yeah, so um, so yeah, BT is jumping back in to the reality TV world and they're following eight to nine creatives that come from Brooklyn or reside in Brooklyn uh, as they journey to the top. That's kind of like the, as they hustle to get to the top of their industry. So they're actually following... Me personally, I know three niggas on the show. Um, and then they got like, they have a rapper, they got a producer, they have someone who works at E1, they have, uh, they have a female rapper, they have a social media socialite, uh, they have two models, and male models, and then I think it's like one or two other people. So you say you you watched the episode? Is it that? Is it that? It was it was very interesting uh, because uh, the way that it shot definitely get off the bat gave me a love and hip hop vibe. Just the way how it shot. It the, does have a love and hip hop. The B roll, vibe. how shit comes in, how somebody's talking. They just but don't that, have green screen. Right. They don't yeah, do the green yeah. screen. They recaps. definitely don't have. Yeah. They 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 don't have none of that. So that's the only thing that will differentiate it from it. Other than that, it was cool. It was okay. Um, definitely gave me a a vibe where I was like, this is interesting because some of the people that's on that show, we kind of know some people who do a lot of shit they do in real life. So it's very realistic. It's like, it's real shit that does happen. What I was very, very, very confused about though is I feel like I'm still missing a backstory with the girl that, the girl that, is I guess in love with the nigga who said he's engaged. That was wild. So um, that I was fuck wild it. as fuck. So I know Danny. Okay, that shit was crazy. I know Asia, <laughs> and we both know Ivy. So shout out to Ivy. I spoke to Chance today. I'll talk to you about that later. Um, so we know those three. So the backstory, which distinguishes referring to regarding the show. Is Danny is in love with this guy Darnell, who's right. a producer who has worked with Def Jam, Mace. Um, Mace. He's done a couple of things. He's a young cat, um, but he's getting engaged to his baby mother, who looks good, by the way. He looks so good. he's getting engaged, to, but there's an obvious difference between the women. So yeah. Danny yeah. is, in her own right, a sex symbol. She wears a lot of revealing clothing. She's she, Haitian, so you know that she Haitian. She has a, a nice body. 
And she's a little bit of a firecracker. A lot of her jokes, because she does a lot of joking on social media, a lot of her jokes revolve around um, sexual expression and those type of elements. His fiance looks like, or at least how they're portraying her, this homebody, good wife mm-hmm. that just takes care of the baby. Yeah, she looked boring. So just be honest. She, she look do. Like, she looks like she look, she look like she just holds it down. She looks she's a good chick, holds it down, knows her place. Nigga, I was trying to figure out, was it written in the script on how fast she was leaving that fucking party? He, he had a he had a one year anniversary for a studio that he was in, or was Shorty really coming? Because the way that his fiance left is not how Danny entered that building. Danny entered nah, through like a subseller. They probably cut it a certain type of way. Oh, cut they okay. probably like I didn't they, think about they were that. trying to build that suspense to make it seem like Danny was coming in while she was leaving. Okay. He probably told her to dip out. This is hyper if we if we're believing yeah, the story that the they're, story that they're right. portraying. Even though he looked pretty serious when he was like, you know, so I just don't want you late. They you probably know? he probably sent her home. Right. Way before Danny got there. Right. So that was probably maybe an hour in between. And the way the 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 way that she was talking to that nigga is, is reminiscent about some bitches who be talking to niggas like that, you know? He was talking about that nigga with some fire. I was just like, whoa, like to the point where she was in the nigga face so much to flow, the nigga was back was against the wall. I was like, oh nah. Bitch cornered the nigga. He had nowhere to I'm a- Santos had to Pull a nigga out. Like, all right, we're going to go downstairs, bro. But he deserved that, honestly. He really did, bro. That's vile. First of all, I got where Danny was coming from. But at the end of the day, this goes back to a Cassie situation. The role that you're put in, you got to be there. She claims on the show she would have been more cool if he would have just said it. But I feel like chicks who know that you already with somebody that the nigga was with before he got with you. If you came into this being a side piece, why he gonna leave the girl that he potentially gonna make his wife? Well, he that's wasn't the gonna, thing. Was uh, gonna leave her? According to Danny, on the show. According to Danny, she she spoke about the show today. Oh, according to Danny, here we go. She was never introduced as a side chick. He was dating two women at the same time, and they didn't know about each other. According to her. Really? That was not portrayed on the show properly? That was not portrayed on the show properly. So whose fault is that? I think the show wants her to be the side. If you're looking at it, this is what the show is doing, in my opinion. They're trying to make Danny look like Jocelyn. Facts. They're trying to make her a Jocelyn because they know that that familiarity of that type of character. People people are going to automatically subscribe to it. They're going to bash her. They're gonna they're gonna love to hate her. Yeah. Because they see her as this side chick. And she's bad as fuck. That's trying to break up a happy home. Right. That is what they're looking at her right. and trying to do. They got AZ on the show because AZ is bad as fuck. Yeah. AZ is the cute chick. Did not know her pops was really involved in her career. Didn't nah, know her that. family is we yeah, we know that. Remember when we went to her, her show? Oh, and um over by over by Kat, by by Katra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's that's the chick was that still over here? Yeah. Oh, not over here, but no, hustling Brooklyn. Hustling Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a baddie. Yeah. She's super bad. Yeah, her father is so that serious. So she's on the show for right. sex appeal. Obviously. And ratings. Ratings. You're going to have niggas tuning in all day because they think she's bad. Every day. Not to say she's that Haitian she's not. Too. Yeah, she's very Haitian. Haitian too. But to me, she's the one that I like the most on the show. Every. She, Every she's, other female is somewhat dry. She's very likable on the show. Dry. But that's chap, her role. Chap lips. That's her role. She's chap bad lips. and she's likable. 
You got Alicia. She's a nice person. She is at at her core. She's a she's a dope person. I like that chick too. She reminds me of somebody. You got Alicia. Yeah, she Alicia is supposed to represent this cutthroat chick that'll do anything to get what she wants. So there's a part in the show where she has an artist. She's a manager. Uh, She has this artist. She goes to Ivy's event. Mm -hmm. Ivy works at E1 right now. Mm. So Ivy throws this event and her boss, who's like an owner at E1, is there. Alicia, Ivy tells Alicia, yo, we'll we'll get him ready and then we'll present him to my boss. Alicia goes straight to the boss, cuts Ivy out of it. So you see Ivy get tight. Yeah. Like, that was, word, that's that was what we're doing. That was a sneak move on her And part. Alicia is just like- It's business. I kill what I eat. Yeah. So that's what she says in the, another episode is I eat what I kill rather. I eat what I kill. So I get what I want. Like, you're not going to tell me when I should move or how I should move. If I think I should move right. this way, I'm going to move this way. I, f- I, felt, I felt nostalgic because I'm just like, wow, I was in, I was at the shrine where they were filming parts of that show. Oh yeah, we both. It's not, it's not in there yet because this was a sh- shout out to my artist, Angel. Uh, Angel was having a show with AJ. AJ and Santos are apparently great friends. Had a show at the Shrine. BET was there, yada, yada, yada. It was interesting because seeing Baggy Large on um, the show and then actually meeting him face-to-face at the event, I was just like, it's mad interesting that you can kind of pick up on a persona from somebody face-to-face, but then it feels like some of that shit goes away when you look at them on TV. Like, so, like some, of the, some of the mystery kind of went away. It was just like... I was right there with you. So this shit that I'm looking at now, me personally, I couldn't tell if it was really scripted or real shit because what I saw in person, the only person that was looking like there was something about her that I was like, I don't know. Then I look at her on the show, the the, the comedic chick. She's fucking funny as fuck. Eva. Because she was wilding out that night. I I was like, this chick is fucking Well, it's not scripted in, in, in the traditional sense of what scripted is. Because I've been, you've been there when they taped, and I've been yeah. there when they taped. It's right. plotted, it's not scripted. It may be plotted, like, they know that they're going to this event. Yeah, right, 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 right. But they, they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen True, at okay. It's a plot. Yeah. It's not scripted, yeah. Right. I, I mean, I think most shows are like that, though. I think now, it's a plot. Maybe I, well, now. Well, Love and Hip Hop is scripted. Love and Hip Hop got to be scripted, You can't tell me that bro. shit Actually is not. scripted? Uh, you can't tell me if with that Ray J channel, that Ray J hat shit, bro. Nah, you, you know you, that you, was they scripted. took mad takes, bro. They took yeah. a lot of takes for that, bro. Yeah, they yeah. did. And <laughs> to keep Safari, Safari had a straight face on the whole time. Like you can't, you can't tell me Love and Hip Hop isn't scripted. I love it. Like they don't, they don't tell you. All right, do that conversation. Remy Ma and Papoose scripted. The Black Love Real. What they did on some of that scripted. I don't think it's. Like written scripted, but I think certain it's cues. It's cues. Certain conversations don't go the way they might want it initially, and they retake to make the conversation a bit more. Which is scripted. Which is kind of I got, scripted. A, I got yeah, a question though. Do we of... do we think the fight scenes are scripted on Love and Hip Hop? I don't think it's necessarily scripted. I think it's dramatic. Somebody told me that with the fight scenes, they'll actively put two people who have an issue in the same. In the same that's a plot. Oh shit! That's you plotting. That's that's you knowing these niggas have a problem and telling them to come to the same event. But the producers, I heard produce the producers be wilding like they don't give a fuck about your life, your friendships, your family. Nah, they will TV. put you it's in business. any. This is TV. They'll put you in any situation that will get the best ratings. Yeah. After watching that's that, job. after watching the first episode today, though, I don't know. I just felt like 
it's mad cliche that the episode opens up and you know everybody's talking. I actually didn't even realize I was Ivy talking the whole time. Like yeah. she's like she's the introduction person. She says they Welcome make to it the seem hustle. like she's the main stake of the entire but group. It doesn't feel that way. No, it does when, not. When you watch the show, no disrespect to you, Ivy, because I don't know you personally, but we have a mentor, and I can't say too much. But anyway, when looking at the show, I'm like the show's revolving to me around two people. One. There's something going on, but I'm not quite sure where where Santos' role really is, even though I did respect what he said to um, his producer friend when he was like, yo, you got to make a decision. But his friend, which I haven't seen on no reality show, say what he said. He was like, yo, I honestly was playing with her feelings. I'm like, Stevie J has never said that. Um, Peter Guns has never said that. Ray J has never said that. But you got this nigga who we really don't know from Hole in the Wall goes, this is actually my fault. I I, I kind of strung her along. You know what I mean? We ain't never going to hear Diddy say that. But you got this nigga saying that shit. And he actively saying that knowing that if his wife didn't know what was going on then, oh, the motherfucker know now. Well, well she know now. Here's who I think is a... Here's who I know they, they know is going to break out. They know AZ are going to break out. Clean. They know Danny is going to break out with that storyline. So the, the most compelling storyline is Darnell and Danny. That is pretty much what they're banking on a lot of niggas talking about. Right. Is the Danny, Darnell. How could she do that? Oh, that nigga ain't shit. Right. That's what they're banking on right Clean. now. Clean. Asia, they they know is like interesting. So people want to know more about her, how right. she get into music. She don't date niggas in the industry. She don't date niggas, <laughs> but she's talking to Santos. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's like, oh. we'll see what, what's up with that. And then everybody else, they haven't really given any burn to. Right. Even Ivy, who they kind of like made it seem like is going, the whole show is revolving around her group of friends. That's how she's narrating it. They didn't really give her that much burn. In That's that first, ep- in that particular, that first particular episode, so <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. We will, but I think Alicia got some I like, moments. I like Alicia. Alicia got some. I was with her. I was with her yes yesterday. She's she's spicy to me. No, I was with her Wednesday. Yeah, she's spicy. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yesterday was no, definitely Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, night. Tuesday, night. Okay, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday was Alicia's cool. Yesterday. Alicia's yeah. cool. Like Alicia. Um. And then Eva's cool. Eva, um, Eva looks funny as fuck. I want to go to one of her comedy shows. I, she got one Saturday. I was planning on going. Oh, I fucking get off at a great time too. Damn, but I got yeah, I got somebody coming over my house. Got you. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said that out loud. <laughs> Continue, bro. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. I, I was going to. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Um, this is nigga, bro. But yeah. So. <laughs> so. Right, let's continue, bro. <laughs> so, Eva, we got to see what she got. We got to see what the other niggas got. They haven't really given them that much burn yet. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, And I guess we probably won't see that until episode two, three, to see where it's going. They did show right. some previews, and apparently there's a big buildup at the end. Now, I know, like I said, I know AZ, I know Danny, they were mad close okay. through this whole shit. So what does that mean? You know some shit we don't? They fight at the end of the season. You ain't see the clip? Nah. 
Yeah, so the, that's crazy. Oh no! When I saw the uh, when I saw the first episode, I just I, lo- I logged off. Was I supposed to wait till the credits finish? Yeah. Damn. Okay, I didn't do that part. So, they, so this is being shown on on BT. You got to go to BT website to see this. Shit. Oh, it's on BT.com. It's, it's, on, it's on the show too. It's on the TV. It's oh, there, oh, oh, it's on TV too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it airs on TV, but mm-hmm. then every Tuesday, ten o'clock. So the, and then so then after it airs, then they put it they on put it the online. website. I got you. Okay. So, oh, so I mean, so this Tuesday is coming on. Yeah. The new episode, which new will episode. be what, episode two. Should be episode two. Say less. Episode one to me was a good opener. I would give it a seven out of 10 only because. You a, could tell that they're getting into the, yeah, yeah, the they, mold of being on camera. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not a comfortable thing. No, no, no. It's not a comfortable thing, especially if you've never really been an actor or did anything on screen. Um, I do think, though, however, that if they are. Aiming to, I guess, make this a thing where um, they show these characters and how they develop. I hope it gets bigger than what it is now. I think what they're hoping to do is get into that love and hip. That's what I'm saying. I hope. I hope like, if because to um, me that would give niggas hope. Like yeah, not saying us, but nigga, throw us up on there. Hustling, hustle. What, what's it called? Hustling Brooklyn. Hustling Brooklyn. Hustling Queens. Atlanta, right. Hustling. Mm-hmm. Hustling Compton is yeah, something yeah. like that. They're going for that. That's what they, they want. They okay. want this vibe to go with from being just like a... They got to do the city first. They got to do the whole time New York City first. Do nah, the they, city. They're not going to do, do it. They might turn... If it, if they're it going gets, straight to Atlanta after this. If it, if it gets big, they'll turn it into Hustle in New York. Mm. The next time... That makes co- sense. The next time it comes around, it'll be Hustle in New York. And they'll talk from all different boroughs. They'll start to... The cast is going to expand. Of for course. sure. For sure, they're gonna have niggas in in the circles that people are gonna want to know more about. Just it, like what happened with Love and Hip Hop, right? Is this is this a Love and Hip Hop thing though? Is niggas getting paid per episode I mean, or it's probably do we know what that bag looks yeah. like? Definitely getting a check. Yeah, okay, getting a check for sure. Cool. It's most likely per episode. I don't know how much, but it's per episode. Maybe okay. twenty five. I would say twenty five hundred. That's still great. Per yeah. episode is good though. Yeah, that means yeah, everybody. Yeah, let's say they got ten what ten episodes. Everybody getting 10, 25, 30 grand. Yeah. Excuse me. It's pretty good. That, that goes is. a long way. Along with prom- free promotion. Free promo. I mean, you everywhere at this now point. Now you're getting booked for shit. Right. That you know you're going to Think about it. They probably taped for maybe two months. They taped over the summer. Over the summer. So right. Yeah, they did. 30, right. 40 grand I was going to say what? Months, like, they did what? Two, three months worth of material. Yeah, exactly. two, three months worth of material. And they probably got a lot of B-roll. And then they, they, the last time I think they filmed was sometime in August. Because I was at one of the last events they had. Right. No, no, no. Matter of fact. When when did we do? There was that day that I was mad sick, and we did the podcast. That was a that had to have been a Thursday. It was Thursday. I think it was. It was it either August early, or September. It had to be very early on in the show, probably the first few episodes. Yeah, it was first few episodes. So it still was late August. Was that the show that you went to fucking take photos? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah it was late August. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. August. So scientists say we got ten years to figure out global warming. Huh? I've been saying this shit since I was fourth uh, in fucking since two thousand four, bro. We fuck. Yeah, you know. We just, only hope shit goes the right way. I ain't way. gotta. I ain't gotta say what we've been doing, and I ain't gotta say what's down the pipeline. But shit is not looking good. It hasn't been looking good. Hurricanes have been increasingly getting worse. Haiti just had that fucking. A massive earthquake that was bigger than the fucking earthquake that literally fucked Haiti up in the first place. I'm just I'm just looking at the times like, yo, we got to cut back on a lot of shit, man. We have been destroying our earth for a long time. Listen, I think, I don't know what else to say, bro. All I can say is, 
10 years is not I, enough time. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. We just have to hope that our kids, in our kids' lifetime, that they're able to see a, pro, a, 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 a positive future, bro, because it's not looking I don't right. know what the next after. I mean, 10 years is a little bit, is a little bit that's too dramatic close. to yeah, me. Yeah, that's right However, there. I can see that. You know, I think in the next 50 years, she's going to be 50 cooked. years, yeah. 50 years. But in the, yeah. I think what they mean is in the next 10 they years, they're going to start yeah. seeing like real, real change. Impact. Right, yeah, impact. You're going to see certain, you're going to see famine start to happen. Right. Which is something that I was watching this shit on Facebook that did say by 2030. Right. There's going to be massive migrations. There's going to be, you know, a lot of mm. animals are going to go extinct. Oh, shit. Yeah, a lot of land is going to be dry. Right. Droughts, a lot of big droughts. A lot it's just of going to be receding. Yeah, the earth the earth is taken back. It's natural I course. Mean, you know, water's taking back the water's land. Water's taking back the land. You know, you know what I mean? The places that are high above sea level right now, I got to hurry up and get to them because to gonna live there's going to be crazy. have densely populated area like super like you think New York is populated now New York's gonna be retarded it's gonna be a point where I know where we're gonna have I feel like we're gonna have uh, um, we might have a traffic ban in terms of we're gonna have certain periods where X amount of cars on the street because we're gonna be so fucking congested I mean Al Gore has been trying to tell us this Leonardo DiCaprio has been trying to tell us this scientists have been trying to tell us this like shit it's, is it's getting crazy. A lot of countries. It's getting crazy. A lot of countries are gonna go eroding. underwater. Yeah, they're eroding. Ain't 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 thing going underwater right now? What? Um, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal is going underwater, correct? Because they sit sure. on the fucking water. They do. I mean, even countries like my country, like Belize, we're already underneath sea level. Like Jamaica too. The countries, the the waterline yeah. is receding. It's eroding. Right. So at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have a lot of countries that are just going to be underneath water, right. not going to have water. Period. Right. Like what's happening to LA as we speak. Like the droughts are getting longer and longer yes, and longer. LA. And people are going to start migrating. They praying for rain in LA right now. Praying. The migrations are going to happen. So you're going to have cities that are more fertile and right. more, the land is more fertile. You're going to have a, a densely well, populated the area. The issue is you're going to have, you're going to have start having wars over water, food. Natural yeah. resources. Natural, natural resources, natural resources all together. Thing, yeah. And all of this is due to the fact that niggas just can't give up oil and all these other That's things. That's son. I don't understand why, like, as governments, even if there's an inkling that, yo, this is bad and this is polluting or and or this is making things worse worse less change course even even if it's making money like but that's what the whole thing is about companies why aren't you smart enough to switch over there are it's just they wait till the last minute what's going to happen is some wild shit is going to happen some unfathom (laughs) some something that they never thought would have happened is going to happen and a drastic change is yeah. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. fuck up business, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, we at gotta. that point they won't care because yeah. it'll be survival." Nah, what's gonna be the happen battle of the survival. is New York is probably gonna get hit with another hurricane within the next five years. Facts, and it's gonna be as bad or worse than Sandy. Sandy Facts. was still child's play, and we know this. Yeah, that was area. what a category three, <laughs> one, and we know this area was affected deeply. Dumbo. So only Sandy was a Sandy was a tropical storm. They tried to put it as a hurricane. Yeah, they did. But Sandy was really a tropical storm. And Sandy did damage. It just had a very huge surge. The storm surge was really big and it came in during the hot the, the yeah. high tide. My aunt lost her whole basement, son. Yeah, so the, you imagine basement. a category five. 
Oh, nah. Hits New York. New York. Buildings directly? are coming down. Buildings are coming down. Yeah. I don't even buildings. It's just going to be bad because a lot of things are underground for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so a people fact. who have basements who are going to try to run to their basements for refuge. That's right. A lot of people like we in New York haven't really been experienced to what leads people in the Carolinas oh, because is, we're not supposed to get hit with right. the way we're, we're not positioned. Supposed to, yeah. We're not supposed to get hit. Hurricanes with right. don't come up the Atlantic. It's not supposed to be that way, right? But because this is colder waters, right? So for it to, the hurricane to divert and come this far up, that means the waters are warmer. Right, getting warmer. Yeah, you feel me? Which means the seawater is pushing up this way. Right. So you have water coming up from the Miami, right, and the the Virginias and whatnot coming all the way up this side of the right. this side of the hemisphere. Yeah. And hurricanes aren't supposed to go into the Pacific side either. Right. Because it, the track line of how it runs doesn't come that way. Remember, hurricanes originate off the African, African coast. African, right. So as a nigga who grew up fearing In hurricane island, all right. his goddamn life, like. <laughs> Every year, niggas yeah. get hit with, you get threatened, niggas got to run inland. Like, I'm right. very familiar with hurricane procedures. Right. So, for me, for me, when I hear these type of things, I'm just like, damn, it's a, it's a, hor- it's a, it's a horrifying thing because our hurricane prep is real. And you, it's some real shit like you got 20 feet of water coming in and you gotta there's be, no way to go. You got to be, I feel like, honestly, what we need to do um, as as you know, people who live on this side and in this, like how we have drills, you know, for young people who um, go to school and they have those procedures on what to do when, you know, a gunman comes into school. We need to have procedures or there needs to be some time. And I'm pretty sure they're out there, but not as much. We need to have procedures where people know what to do in terms of more, not so much the evacuation, what to do if you can't leave. If yeah, where mean, you have to you be at, cause it's bro, it's not it. bro, it's not just we about to go and just buy a fucking ticket and go to the hotel that's the biggest in the city and stay. They're in not going to do that because that encourages that, you to stay. Right. They don't want you to stay when a hurricane comes. Yeah. The, when a hurricane if it's a terrible comes. Hurricane. Yeah. If it's, it's it's a really first of all, our I mean infrastructure. Niggas, but niggas didn't listen when San, and Sandy fucked up shit. The problem is with niggas New, ain't listen in New York. We're living in what I call tatch houses. Okay. You feel me? If a real hurricane comes, bro, half of the city is going to be wiped out. I believe you. It's just the reality. The houses aren't built for it. No, nah, none, it's it's just, just, none of these houses. No matter how much you board it up, the houses is sheet rack and board. You feel me? Right. Some 10 feet of water come, your house is getting swooped away, my guy. Yeah, you need you need brick houses you that's, need brick that's made houses. out of zinc like, and shit like that. That's just the that's hard what reality of it. That's and because you can't run downstairs because the water is going to seep in regardless, right. you can't run upstairs because your shit is going to sweep with you. So what the fuck do you do? Right. We don't have proper hurricane shelters in New York. We don't have a lot of us don't even have fucking... Better go to them church. You right. we, we, the church. We have... We have we have shelter. We just don't have enough. That, you, that's the, probably the, the whole city. The whole city can't stay. Nah, like the a whole few, a, a few niggas will have to die behind this. They will die. And sorry to say that. Nah, nah, no, no, no. It's, it's it's a reality because when I look at like like the other day, you know, you guys, you guys know my sisters in North Carolina. The other day, I literally found myself on the phone with her going over hurricane tactics. Like, listen. I've watched enough documentaries. I've read enough books. I've listened to enough seminars. This is what the fuck you need to do. Yeah. Like, this shit is not a game. It's You're not. in a state that if gets hit, bro, shit could be detrimental. Yeah, bro. I mean, listen. <laughs> I figure that shit out. So. I, it's funny, bro, because 
The other day we Belize got threatened with a hurricane and I'm right. talking to my pops. Right. And he's just like, yo, no worries. And it brought me back to my childhood because it's like the precautionary things he talked about. He's like, yeah, you know, I got my blue barrels and you know, my plastic barrels that are locked up and airtight and right. certain things are secured a certain way and the insurance is this and then and that. And I'm just like, yo, that shit come to New York. Niggas is cooked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Half we, us niggas don't have insurance on shit. None of niggas us. Niggas ain't shit oh, ain't prepared. Yeah, none of us would. Like, yeah, we don't have, we don't have emergence. We don't have contingency plan insurance set in place. Nothing, we don't have, we don't bro. have that FEMA shit set in place. <laughs> niggas don't, nigga, a hurricane really comes. Niggas got to go back to eating chicken sausage, bro. Oh, yeah, like how many niggas is ready for that? Niggas, niggas, you know, people don't even have a gas stove in their house anymore. We too comfortable out here. You feel man, me? There's, honestly, you too know, like in New York. You, there's a lot of things that could like a real hurricane comes. Niggas don't have lanterns in their house. No, they don't. How many <sighs> niggas still got a lantern in their house? You know what like? it is too, though, because we're talking about some shit that could potentially have to make niggas go back into like primitive times. Yeah, you gonna have not, to learn how to light that, bro, light that not, fire the right way. Bro, room. niggas ain't built for. You ask the average nigga, bro. The average nigga can't even tell you, uh, you know, convert inches into to defeat or some shit. You know what I mean? The average yeah. nigga, the average nigga, let alone fuck cooking, bro. The average nigga don't know how to hunt, so it's like, bro, like, basic that's, shit. Yeah, a blackout goes right now. Right, who's functioning? You you right. There's Strip no microwave. Shit. There's no more. There's no microwave. What are you doing? There's no electricity. You no don't have fan, a generator. What are you no doing? No generator. I don't even think it's don't, some of these dudes don't even know where the flashlight is in their house. That's a fact. A lot of us actually, I learned doing the job I do now. A lot of us is supposed to have three essentials in the crib if shit go wrong. Mm-hmm. Do we have a fire extinguisher in the crib? For sure. Shit. Um, a lot of us don't. A lot, a lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of us actually don't even know. And they might, but it might be expired. True. Which I'm learning. You gotta always check that shit. You, to. you gotta make sure that the pin is in that fucking hole. Um, and expiration. They and make sure it's not damaged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two. A lot of niggas don't even know the uh the 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 real value it it, it brings to your home when you fucking set up a smoke detector. Like yeah, CO two and bro, yo, I'm I be confused. I'm like, yo, my father been trying to tell me since I was a kid. Y'all niggas do not know what's up. And then three, which is again, like you said, like that that stove situation, bro. We we bro, uh, bro, it's scary thinking like, about it. Like, bro, that uh, shit happens, my nigga. You're, you're right. Some niggas might not know what to do. You, you right, bro. It's it's real life. Like, you know, and they've they've they've. I mean, listen. Canned food is so essential and certain things that it, they, uh, you might be like, it's bad for you, but my nigga, when there's nothing else to eat. That will you save your life. You can't do nothing else but eat that canned food, boy. Right. Them soda biscuits. <laughs> this, yo, this is real life. Like, those yeah. are, the, this is, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but niggas got to educate themselves and, and right. understand that it's a real risk. And if it does happen, you know what you going what you going to drink you know everybody can't get water from the fucking the the supermarket nah it's going to be what a fucking what you know about that iodine and throwing the iodine in the water or simply just having proper filters or understanding that you got to know how to filter rainwater and things like that these are these are procedures that you just got to become aware of it's right. it's, a, it's becoming something that we have to be aware a necessity of. yeah and you know on that note ladies and gentlemen we have come to the end of our show
Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this tough knot. Um, everything is not always what they appear to be. It is very important that you ask questions and you do not assume anything. Um, I definitely recommend a good book over there called The Four Agreements. Read it, delve in it, dissect it, apply it to your life. A beautiful woman in my life bought that book for me a while back. And I read that shit in one day. And that shit definitely has influenced and changed my perception on a lot of things. So again, um, don't believe everything that you hear. Remember to ask questions. And yeah, don't be so naive. Mm. Could be deeper than what it really is. Um, what would dad say? Dad would say love is a fickle thing. Um, so it's often predicated on extreme emotions. Um, and with that, people tend to do and say things that they may not necessarily always mean. But at the end of the day, what I think individuals in in life have to understand is that there are just some things you don't say or do because you can't take them back. Can't take them back. You can't change how it made that person feel in that moment and all the moments that carry on after. And so when you get angry at somebody, maybe you are mad at them for a good reason. Maybe it's valid. Maybe it makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. You need to think before you go. You need to think before you do because you may put yourself in a position where you can lose that person, that vibe, that whatever it is, forever off of words that you only said in the light of trying to hurt that person. Mm -mm -mm. And you may have succeeded. And when you hurt that person, then what? Mm -mm -mm. You've hurt them. You told them stuff that they probably won't forget. I felt that on the spiritual level. And when you've done that, where did you win? Because you better hope you don't want that back at some point because it will be unobtainable. And yeah, that's what dad would say. Besides getting your tickets for the fucking live Motherfucking show. Motherfucking live show. All right. Shit is about to get sold out. I need y'all niggas to get y'all tickets. We got three weeks left. Yeah, Facts. that's it. We got three Wednesdays, y'all. We counting over here. Go to Eventbrite, get your tickets mm -hmm. to the live show. And I know a lot of y'all saying, yo, Distinguished, you just invited me Black Solidarity Day. Nigga, you could come and support that too. Now, I mean, come you, to both. You can get educated on Monday and fucking trap while the fuck out on Wednesday and have a beautiful weekend. We setting you up for greatness. And all I'm saying is I'm praying for the situation that we know we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got a good situation. We got an amazing email yesterday morning. Keep us in your prayer. Things are working out. You know what I mean? Niggas is uh niggas is going into a level where we are literally becoming elevated just off of who the fuck we are. You should try sometime. In the words of XAB, when he dropped lyrically sound part one, try this new thing. It's called be yourself. All right.